Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and alongside me tonight, as always, first name Perry, last name Burke. Konnichiwa. I'd, I'd quit back some Japanese, but I don't know much, so save my... Yeah, konnichiwa, konnichiwa. There you go, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, man, the last episode of 2016. You know what that Whoa. usually brings out, right? That usually brings out um, the predictions for the next year. Yes. <laughs> Which we're not going to be doing until next week. <laughs> yeah. No, Instead. it's top five time, baby. Oh, uh, and game of the year. Personal games game of, of the year. year. Personal game of the year. Oh, I can't wait. And then we should try to fight over what should be the, the game of the year. The, t- the official Talk the, Nintendo the, the, podcast yeah, game of yeah. 2016 award. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we could. We I'll, could. I'll be. I'll be flexible on that if you're willing to be flexible. All right, Federation Force. It is. All right. Where's the seal of approval? <laughs> well, we gotta wait till the end. So yeah, we... yeah, yeah. Before yeah. we get to that, we have some uh, what we've been what we've been up to slash what kind of games we got for Christmas and you know the usual yeehaw roundup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, and you know another week. Do you have week. anything else we got going on? Well, what segment do we have every the, single week? It seems like the news segment and the uh, the switch rumor. The mill. S- <laughs> the switch. The switch rumor mill. Yep. Yep. And it's juicy this week. Oh, sure is. Like hot off the press. Mm. But uh, before we get into all that, I think um, you've been playing a little game with uh, your friends and family over the holidays, right? Yeah, so we were talked about this game. I think last week even. Yep, it was last Man, week. Seems like so much long. Seems like a long time ago. Anyway, this new game for the Wii U that came out called Scribble, and uh, I got to play it with both sides of my family, like Jill's family and then my family. Um, so I got to play it with really little kids, and then I got to play it with uh, like adults, and um, hopefully tonight. My cousins are coming over because they're visiting for Christmas, and uh, hopefully we can play too. It'd be really fun. But yeah, I got it, and it's three ninety nine uh, on the eShop, and it's just such a good value for what it is. I mean, it's just, and it's so nice. It's the perfect eShop game because it's like, okay, they're coming over. Literally, when they were walking in, I was, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna buy it. So I, I turn on the Wii U and I download it. They're all walking in and talking and stuff, you know. It's um, and, it's like a like Pictionary game, right? Yeah, it's it's Pictionary. Just and, for the, uh, the 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 people that uh, haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Pictionary game, um, and it gives you a lot of options of how you want to play Pictionary. And like I said last time, the Wii U will always be the best game system ever to have uh, to do Pictionary on. Because it's it's just, it, that's what it's made for, right? Any No paper. Those, any of the, We're going yeah, paperless. Paperless. And like any of those games where you have a card where it's only you supposed to look at it, that's like the Wii U, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's it, you know? And um, so, yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, it's, it's what you'd expect. Uh, it runs pretty good. Uh, and the cool thing is it has colors like you can pick colors in the bottom. Oh, all right that's awesome and you can also pick like uh, pin <coughs> sizes and everything mm-hmm. um, and you can set up 
like teams like you can have up to eight eight single players or like what we did because we had more than eight people we had like two people for each, each person yeah 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 and um and you can set like pit teams against each other like one like one team of four versus another team of four you know that's pretty cool um there's a ton of options and i didn't see here's the thing is i didn't uh get the chance to play all of them uh and also like when you set it up like you can make it to where each person has one minute to 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 do to draw stuff and or they have two or three i think it goes up to three maybe it goes up to five maybe but at least three Mm -hmm. or at most three at least three yeah and um uh i'm trying to think of like the other main options oh you can make you can make uh there's this thing called mutators unfortunately i didn't have a chance to actually try a game with it because I never got a chance to fiddle with the game by myself. I literally just downloaded it, and it's like, okay, guys, I just downloaded this game. I have know nothing about it. You're all jumping into the pool together on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but at the end of us playing it, uh, I I did. I was like, okay, since I have it on and everything, I'm just going to see what it is. And there's a bunch of different ones. The one I saw, and this is like, because you can pick, like, uh, easy mode. And easy mode is really fun because um, they're simple words, and then it kind of comes like a high score game. <laughs> yeah, just see who can rack up the most. Yeah, I mean that's what it is already. But like usually a word takes what like ten to thirty seconds. You know that's kind of like a normal. There's some more like rapid know. fire. <laughs> yeah, and this one's like yeah, like okay, dog, okay, uh, uh, apple. You yeah. know, Lamp yeah, post. exactly. It's Lamp like, literally it's like, was one of them. Yeah, it's like Wario Land, uh, Wario where scribble. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, and then, and then the cool thing is another variable you can add in is <coughs> the mutator, and the one I tried was a mirror mode, and it was like imagine if you took the stylus and you have your blank sheet of paper and you put it on the right side and then drew left, well oh, it, it would be on way. the left side and draw right. Okay, that's sort of and, cool little wrinkle. Oh yeah, I mean it's super hard, but then if you add that in with an easy mode, I mean. Well, there you go. It's like, now this is a really just fun game of just drawing it. And then it becomes... So I, I imagine that that would be a really funny way. And it stinks that I found that at the very end of us playing. Yeah, it would have been nice um, to experience that with a ton of people. But like, it's just... It's a game where you can play it with as many people as you want. Literally as many people as you want. Because you can also set up like the rounds too. Like you can have one round or two rounds. I think up to five rounds. Oh, okay. Where you so it's like imagine if you have a team. If each slot is like a team of five, and you're playing with thirty people, you know, mm-hmm. or let's see, with eight forty people, you could play with forty people, and each person <laughs> would get a turn. Biggest Wii U person... party ever. No, I know exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, and it's so fun. And everyone knows how to play Pictionary. Everyone knows what to do, and it ra- it keeps control of the points person who gets the most guesses and the person who gets the most drawings you know you get a point for each um and unfortunately there are a couple things a few things that uh hinder it uh one thing is the input right when you like if there's just a little delay oh when, when you touch when the, input. the stylus yeah. to the pen yeah oh that's yeah sort of annoying it it is it's not the biggest deal because i mean it's it's a stylus, so it, it is precise. Like it's not it's not writing where you're not mm-hmm. where you're not. 
playing. It's just like a, a little behind. Yeah, it's, you yeah. know, just kind of like a, okay, this wasn't as polished as it should have been, you know, in developing. And then the but the thing that really is the more annoying one is in between words, <clears throat> the cl- it doesn't the clock doesn't stop, and it takes like five seconds to load up a new word. Oh man. So much for those easy rounds going fast. Well, I mean, (laughs) right. I mean, I mean, you can solve that by just, by just making it four minutes, you know, you know what I mean? But it, when you're in, and then like, it's also not very responsive to like, so like you have on the touch screen on each side, you have the names of the people. So once they get it right, you tap that name, right? Mm -hmm. And then it'll load the next word. Well, you tap the name and it's not even like, you're not very sure if you even tapped it. Like, it doesn't really give you, like, a ching, a, a and, like, cl- it's yeah, there. Yeah, like a jingle or something. So, yeah, and then you're waiting, and it's loading, and then two second, like, three seconds later, then it starts to fade, and it just takes a long time to get to the next word. And that's honestly it's just kind of frustrating. But it's not, like, a huge deal, but, it, but it, it, I mean, it yeah, really is. Yeah, it just is, slows down the pace of the game, you know, when you, it, you got, like, a nice rhythm to it, and then yeah, takes it and out it, a little bit. I, I it just kind of... It adds to the frustration of playing because it's like, okay, did I click him? Did I not? And you're, it's like you're waiting like three seconds to see if like it actually clicked, you know? Mm-hmm. And then and then it's going and it's just and then for new people, because this is a game you're gonna bring out for a lot of people. Like my brother who doesn't play video games at all, he said this needs to be made better. This game, <laughs> like he said that, <laughs> like you're, you know, because yeah, he was tell. frustrated that like, yeah. So, you know, for seasoned gamers, people who know, you know about this kind of stuff it's not a big deal but this is a game that a lot of people you know are are uh, gonna be playing new so mm-hmm. um but i mean other than that the thing is it's like this isn't like a 30 dollar game you know this is four dollars and honestly i mean the only other thing is like the ridiculous words that you get like um, ridiculously tough or like words yeah, you just wouldn't and, even know ah like words that i don't even know okay yeah that's you know? that could be frustrating yeah is there like, like a pass button i guess there is a pass button but it's the same thing you gotta wait another hit it, five seconds yeah alone. which is fine because that's kind of a good penalty and so that's actually not a big deal like in the in the in the uh, game and wario one you get like you can hit pass and it, I think it wipes off like twenty seconds or something. Mm-hmm, yeah, it gives you yeah. The so penalty. you know, but it's like I'd rather do that than wait twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? for sure. So you know, maybe something that would come up in a in an update. You never know, but it's really good how it is. Uh, um, and, and like I said, I I would if you're playing with kids, set it mm-hmm. to easy mode because easy mode is fun anyway. Yeah, you know. Like, it's not about how difficult it is. It's about the drawing and the hilarious pictures. Unfortunately, it doesn't do... Oh, the best part about Sketch on Game & Wario on the Wii U is at the end, it has this, like, museum <coughs> with, like, this Baroque harpsichord music playing behind it, and it frames pictures of the drawings, <laughs> and they are so funny. That's got to be funny so to see, funny. like, back down the it's, road, you know? It, it's great, because, yeah, because, like, you're playing, and you finally see who wins, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, and everyone's like, ah, oh. but then it goes to this, and it's <laughs> playing, it's like the credits, you know? And it's just, you know, this masterpiece, and it's just this nasty-looking cat, you know? It's just, <laughs> it's just hilarious, you know? That's but, awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I will be reviewing this for uh, Nintendo World Report. So, uh, and I'll, I'll probably maybe talk about it next week because I, hopefully I can play with it, my friends, with my cousins. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, nice little yeah. eShop download you? game. Definitely. Um, and I'm so excited to play Mystery History. Mystery History. Ooh, we're back, baby. And it's my turn. It's time to make you uh, put you through the ringer. Yeah, so just real quick, 15 questions, yes or no, that I'm going to ask you. After every five questions, there's hint one, hint two, and hint three. Yep, I got them all um, lined up and here. And I don't think there's anything more to the game. So uh, nope. I think I've gotten two. No, I've gotten one. I think, yeah, I think I've only one. done yeah. And you've gotten one. So we're tied here. We're tied. Yep, but, yep we're tied. Alrighty, so uh, why don't we get right on into it and uh, start firing away. I've got my pen and my pad here to record the number of questions. Alright. Is this released on a... See, I wonder if I can stack questions, like, on the same question. <laughs> Real quick, I just, I, I swear for some reason I thought you were just going to be like, is it, and you were just going to list the game it was. <laughs> that was just going to be it, you know? <laughs> I was like, how did he know? Is it DuckTales? <laughs> it was like, what? <laughs> no. Uh, but like, okay, because this is, you know, this is a new this is a new thing. We're running into stuff. Can I say, was it on a console system? Uh, was it on a home console released before 1996? 1995? Yeah, you can ask that question. Is that like, you know, like that's kind of two questions, but it's kind of two answers in one, right? Would it count as two questions then? Like if I no. gave like no, bec- right? Because it's it's a yes or no. So like let's per se it's um it's yes it's a home console but no it's not before ninety six exactly would, would so that it'd be, be no okay exactly so it's like I, I I'm gambling with it you're gambling also... all right yeah I guess yeah you could hit the home run I suppose if you, you know get both I mean? or right then you get double questions for the, the, <laughs> yeah. the okay we can roll with that if you want to <laughs> is it a first party game released before 1996 on the NES that was developed <laughs> <laughs> or whatever and but, is uh, it DuckTales god yeah. dang it <laughs> <laughs> how did you do that <laughs> yeah okay uh, okay my official first question okay <laughs> was it was it released on a home console that's what I'm just gonna uh, is it was it released on a home console yes okay uh, was it on the Super Nintendo? No. Was it on the NES? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, okay. you've only got a couple left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be Wii, GameCube, or 64. Yeah. I'm going to pick... Ugh. See, I think it's on 64, but, you know, it could be on the others. Uh... Okay, what's a good way dun, to make dun, sure I can dun, figure it out dun, on this next dun, one? Dun, okay, did it... Was it on a disc? No. Okay. It's a 64 <laughs> that's, that's a good question, actually. And, 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 uh, and just, a, just a side note, just to clarify, Virtual Console is not a home console? A Virtual Boy is not a home console? No, Virtual Boy is not a home console. Okay, that's a, that's a portable console. That's, yeah, a monstrosity. A beautiful not, monstrosity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. I got my dog here. She's encouraging me. Come on. Let's. What, on what's couch. Eleanor's next question? All right. Okay. So that's four. So this, that's four. Yep, after this, you'll bring oh, you up geez. to the first hint. Okay. 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 Is it a Nintendo game? Did Nintendo 
Yes. Okay. All right, and your first hint. You've played. uh, You haven't played this game, but you'd mentioned at one point that you wanted to. Oh man, that's a good hint. Hmm. That's a good hint. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I got some some decent hint questions here. That as they get as they go on, it gives a little bit more away. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Huh. See, no, because it's a Nintendo game. What were you? Well, I mean, I guess you could think out loud. You know what I mean? It's not gonna hurt anybody. Yeah, I was thinking because it couldn't be. It's not rare. I mean, it would. It couldn't be like. Well, maybe it could. See, I don't remember. <clears throat> See, what I'm thinking is Perfect Dark. And I was thinking, I don't know if that's a Nintendo game. Uh, I just thought that was just a rare game. Um. Yeah. No. No. No, that 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 is a rare game because they put that on. That's a rare IP, I think. Is it a platformer? No. Okay. 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 Uh, is it a sports game? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, see, sixty-four. I feel like it's easier because there's like ten games. For yeah. It. Yeah. Notable games. You know yeah. what I mean? Unless if it's um, a deep cut game, who knows? That's right. But it could be a popular one, too. <laughs> on 64 that I want to play. Um, and it's not a sports game. Does it... Uh, does it have... A... Oh. My dog is licking herself. <laughs> Dang it, Eleanor! Stop! No, no, just, just, chill. Okay, it's not a sports game. Is it a racing game? Yes. Oh, is it? Okay, okay, okay. Definitely limits it down quite a bit, but there are yeah. still a, a number of racing games for N sixty four. Yeah. Is it Diddy Kong? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> But I have played yeah. not on 64. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you played uh, the dirty DS version. Does it have a um, flamboyantly buff uh, and kind of scary but cool hero uh, lead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can when he when he wins? Like when he fights other Nintendo characters and he wins, do, can he barely contain his power when he flexes? Yes. Well, no, he can. He can't contain it. Well, well, well. Before you do any guessing here, I can give okay, you the second okay. guess hint. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll add that out. This is a dormant franchise. oh see now i just i i'm completely you know i was gonna say f-zero x but you know they did release the uh captain falcon's uh racing game on on the nintendo land so you know that's not dormant so (laughs) all right is it f-zero x yes it is Oh, 
beautiful. And uh, I'll give you my last hint just for, uh, I feel, feel this one would have given it away 100%. Uh, this was recently released on the Virtual Console, but not in the United States. Because remember, we were both like, yeah, we want to get it, and then... Oh, so it's still not out in the United States. No, I think it's only out in the EU right now. Okay, so I bet when they do release it, though, if they do, that it, it won't have that control issue. Oh, probably not, but let me tell you, the second it comes out on the VC, you should purchase it. All right. Alright, so since uh, it is a mystery history, I've got some cool little factoids here lined up for us before I get into, you know, my experience playing with it. Um, it was developed by Nintendo EAD, and um, which is actually sort of funny because... Interesting! As you go um, on certain courses at your racing, they have like little banners overhead, and you actually see EAD on the banners. Yeah, so yeah I okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, it was released in 1998, July 14th for Japan, and it was uh, October 26th for the United States. And um, actually, what I thought I was looking at the wiki page, um, there was actually an expansion kit for this. Uh, of course, um, exclusive to the 64DD, the disk drive yeah. that never came to America. Um, but it added some cool things um, since it had, uh, I guess, more whatever is a bigger more capacity it could um that added new soundtracks with better audio quality um it added two new cups and it was even possible to create your own custom cups and uh i guess they were praised that the core uh, the cup creation because um i guess it was a lot like the original tools that they actually used to excuse me used to make the, the courses for the game so it gave you a lot of control uh on making courses that and is stuff. so awesome yeah i was thinking i was like oh man like i wish there was a way i mean i would love a 64 dd because they're awesome but they're also like 400 plus dollars right right it looks so cool the the double stack and 64 with the dd on the bottom yeah yeah like the gamecube <coughs> the Game Boy player but uh but kind yeah of. the the game is a, a lot of fun like ooh, excuse me normally when i get like these old you've games, never played this before no I've played right. uh, the Super Nintendo and, like, Game Boy and, obviously, the GameCube. It's like, somehow I missed this one. Yeah, dude, I'm <coughs> in the exact same ballpark. Exactly. I love uh, GX. Dude, love that this game. game kicks ass. I, like I said, when I get these, like, 64 games and, like, some of the, you know, older games, like, I know, like, all right, like, I'm going to play it for a couple hours and, you know, I'll probably play it one or two times, and then that'll sort of be it. I can, like, be able to talk about it and be knowledgeable about what the game's about, you know? But this one actually, like, it grasped me. I, I was playing for hours the other day. Um, there are, uh, I think, five different cups that you can play in, and the first four are, are like, pre-made sets. And the last cup, the X cup, is actually six randomly generated tracks. Um, what? Each time. So the final... Uh, Final Cup is always different, no matter... Like, every time you play it, it is always different. Now, let me tell you, before wow. I knew that those were randomly generated, I played it, and I, I couldn't tell it was randomly generated. You know, I thought it was just the next cup. Crazy. That's, that's just mind-blowing. So, yeah, it's really cool to have uh, an option that you can literally play, and every time it's going to be fresh. Yeah. But, um... Other modes, it's got uh, the Grand Prix, which I was telling you about, and then they have, you know, four different difficulties, and 
if it's like any of the other F-Zeros, it, you could probably unlock an even tougher difficulty if you beat it through. Um, I beat it through on like the normal difficulty, but I'm definitely going to go back and play some of the tougher ones. But um, the game's actually pretty tough. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. There's one course I remember that was like, it was one of the later ones, and like you're going around a corner with no walls, and they had ice, like, took up the whole thing. And then, like, so you're slipping and sliding as you're going around the corner. And then you can actually, sort of like, I guess, in the GameCube version, they had it, too, where you could do, like, that spinning attack. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's tough over there. You get, like, people whipping around the corner, like, doing spinning attacks at you. And uh, it's pretty brutal. If you fall off the edge, you're just dead. And you got to start the race over again. No uh, lack of two to come bring you back up. But, right, right. Yeah, you can just you just die in yep, this game. Yep. And then uh, with the easier difficulties, you have more lives, and like for each difficulty level, you go up higher. There are uh, there are less lives. So if you do die, you'll have to you know, if you do die the two or three times, and then you'll be dead, and you have to start the whole uh, cup over again. Yeah, I like that concept. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool because like the the way the boost works is like after the first lap, you get the boost, and you can. You can abuse the boost, but it takes your life. So, you know, it's a, sort of like a balancing act with, uh, like, how low do you want to go before risking it? And, like, there have been plenty of times where I'm like, uh, I could do one more, and I'm like, all right, next hit, you know, I'm dead, and then all of a sudden you got to restart the race. But but it is, uh, uh. yeah, it's cool to have that sort of uh, balance, you know, before how aggressive you want to be. Cool. Yeah, I mean, so... I mean, can you customize your uh, your car? Oh, you can't customize it, like, with different parts or anything. But when you do select, like, there's a whole bunch of different uh, drivers. And each, you know, each uh, vehicle has, like, some have better boosts, some have better bodies, which I think means it's just heavier, you can take more damage, you know, better at turning. So, like, you could sort of mix around which one you like there. And then when you pick it, you can adjust... If you want to have your vehicle have more acceleration and a slower top end speed, or if you want like the really high top end speed, but you're going to have really bad uh, acceleration. So there's a nice, and it's not like one or the other, it's like a whole gauge, and you can sort of mess around and put where you, you know, like, oh, this this map doesn't have as many turns, so I'll probably be at full speed more often, so maybe I want to, you know, maybe I want to pick a go on the, yeah, the higher end, yeah. you know? So just little things that, you know, are cool yeah. to think about as you're going into races. Yeah, I mean, it's been so long since i played... I mean, literally, it's been since the GameCube, since I... So it's probably been... GameCube came out when I was 13, which was 13 it's been 12 years ago. Years. Yeah. It's been 12 years since I've played F-Zero, like, a 3D, like, as GX. Dude, I mean, I don't know if you have, like, a N64 setup somewhere but i would recommend it to this game is awesome um and i don't think it's that expensive i think it's anywhere between 10 and 20 dollars it'll probably be a uh, a switch purchase yeah you it, know yeah it, it's I mean, it, really it, awesome it's, though if it seems like it's not gonna come out on the wii u or switch then I, yeah i'll definitely do that. i mean honestly dude i i could mail it to you and you could borrow it but um sure sure it's yeah it's now, I played Fast Racing Neo. Have you played that for the Wii U? You know what? I It's funny. I want to play it, but 
They got like a physical release in Europe, and I was like wanting that. Oh, uh, hoping it would come out here. Yeah. Oh, I would love that as a physical game. Yeah, I would purchase that, especially if they added the DLC. But yeah. I don't think it. I think it's only eight or ten dollars in general on the eShop. I think it's fifteen, and they just had a sale, or it still might be going on for is seven fifty. I mean, fast racing. Uh, yeah, fifteen. Is it on sale? Um, I mean, yeah, is fifteen. It on sale right now. I'm checking right now. Cause uh, I'll buy it right now, actually, if it's on sale. <laughs> um, of course, my page isn't loading, but no, I mean, this game is really fun. Um, Fast Racing Neo is fun too. Like, I like that game, but honestly, like, I really hope that they come back out with like a traditional f-zero game in the vein of those older ones but just you know super great looking and fun course track uh course design and stuff um yeah i mean like imagine if they made a f-zero game like if the arkham guys made it like this would be like a really cool you know nintendo hires like cross a yeah you know like kind of like hyrule warriors Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I, I've been coming up with a bunch of ideas for games like this because I want to do a segment about like like dream Nintendo collaborations. Yeah, uh, our dream you games. You know, after yeah. we get like that Switch reveal basically. Um, but imagine uh, one of them that I've always thought about is if like Rocksteady, the Arkham guys, made an FCU game where it was like that. Or like think of like Diddy Kong Racing, probably a little easier. Like, but a bigger world like Arkham mm-hmm. and you may, where you, you have may races. pop out of your vehicle. Yeah. Well, I mean like, you know, you have the races and you have the really cool stadiums and it's in this big city and maybe even you travel to like, you know, the world, other, other cities. World. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have to be like, you wouldn't have to go into those cities, mm-hmm. but maybe anything. And then uh, you have these really cool races and that's part of the story. And then like you unlock the, you unlock the tracks when you, when you beat it in the story you know, and then you can play those in the arcade mode and multiplayer and stuff. And, and it'd be cool to oh. have, like, an element where you could upgrade your vehicle through that. Those means, you know, you could do side missions to, oh, like, yeah. you need to do this side mission and you'll get these parts, which, you know, would go to be making your top-end speed faster, you know? See, yes. See, I mean, do you remember, you've played F-Zero GX? Yes, right? yeah, for you GameCube. Said, do you, remember how you could customize and, like, make your own? Yeah, that was so cool, dude. It was so much fun. I just remember, like, just sitting up in my room in, like, sixth grade. I just remember, like, sitting in my room with my GameCube, like, for hours, just, like, you know, putting, like, like photos and stuff on, on the cars and stuff. I just, I totally remember that. So, yeah, wouldn't that, I would just, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, yes, Captain Falcon... Uh, F-Zero game. I think, you know, because he's a bounty hunter, right? I think that's the same. Something thing. like that. Yeah. I so mean, he, he can do bounties and stuff and track them down. And I, I was going to say, I've always thought of uh, F-Zero cross like a GTA-style game, too, which sort of seems like what you're talking about, too, where yeah, it'd be like... Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Yeah, there'd be missions, of. but, like, obviously there would be more tied to the racing element more than, you know, where GTA, you drive around and stuff, and I think you could race in there, too. But, yeah, like, obviously, racing would be the, the main component, but that would be really cool. And, like, just imagine going through Mute City, like, doing side quests and stuff. Yes. That would be incredible. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So. But, I mean, I guess yeah. if you think about it, Nintendo's already released an F-Zero game for the, the Wii U anyway, right? 
part yeah. part of that compilation known as Nintendo Land. That's right. Well, heck, that's what I've been playing. Well, I'll be dipped. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been, I also played over a Christmas break Nintendo Land with my family, um, and more specifically Mario Chase. Um, they absolutely loved it. I've never played it with them before, uh, with my immediate family. I uh, showed it to them, and we made me's, and oh, you, know, you made they everyone had, a me. Yeah, it was so much fun, and. Uh, uh, we played Mario. I just, you know, they had never, they don't play video games at all, really. And they just got, they thought it was so fun. And my, uh, my brother, Graham, he just got so frustrated that he could not win as Mario, <laughs> as the, you know. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, at the beginning of the game, one of my brothers said, "Can you even lose as the as Mario? Like, you know, it's impossible to catch him. Like, you know, because you know, that's how it is. And then it ends up being it's ridiculously hard not to get caught by the team. Like once so, they start getting that uh, teamwork down, exactly. And that's exactly what it is. It's like the best teamwork communication game. You know, it, it it'd be good for like. So I think I feel like it's good for like." I don't know for any sort of team like as like to practice business, communicating. business team like office uh, office day they're like we're all gonna play <laughs> yeah. Mario Rush or uh, I Mario love Chase this office yeah we're gonna work and, together uh, to drive sales up <laughs> and beat Thatherton <laughs> <laughs> yeah Buck Strickland when he gets all of his uh, could you imagine he, I wanna I wanna make this place more. More fun to work at. We're gonna play Risk and stay up in our pajamas. Oh um, God! King of the Hill references uh, for the uh, un- uninitiated. Ugh, can't speak. That's okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, my family loved it. We played it on Christmas Eve. Stayed up, you know, until late playing it, and uh, and then we also played it like on Christmas Day with the whole family and. Uh, it was so much fun. We tried to play uh, like Luigi's Mansion, and they didn't like that because it wasn't wasn't as fun, like frantic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it's it really isn't. You know, it's weird. It that's a good game to play if everyone knows how to like who's a normal gamer can play those. Yeah, games. not not first timers. Yeah, because it's kind of confusing. Like there's a little you know, there's like, a little higher you have a flashlight and. You know, in Mario Chase, you just run and jump. Yeah. Like, you run and, and tackle. This one, you have a flashlight. You have to get the ghost. You know, he the ghost can use the special move that can... And then if you lose the battery, then you die. I mean, it's just, you know... So yeah, just, there's higher entry, you know. Uh, you know, to yeah. there's more to know. It isn't just like... Yeah. I, I think people can easily grasp, like, all right, right. chase after Mario. And, like, yeah. in the beginning, like you said, uh, it's sort of tough because you're not thinking, like, oh, I need to work together with these other people. I'll just chase them and get it myself. Yep. But yep. then once you start realizing, like, oh, like, if if you're yep. come from this way and I come from that way, he's going to have to run by one of us and, you know. Yep. Starts and clicking. So, yeah, yeah. And then we also played, like, Animal Crossing, and it was the same kind of thing. 
where it's kind of frantic, but it was just kind of this is too eh, this is too complicated. I don't want to learn it. Let's go play, go back and play Mario Chase. Yeah, you know. Well, at least they were enjoying something. Well, come on, guys. You know, but yeah, but it kind of led me to the realization and prepare for a hot take. Hot take. Yeah. Um. That I think that Mario Chase is the best Wii U game. Uh, everyone's collective yeah. heads just turned. Yeah. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean I think it's the best game on the Wii U. I just think it's the best Wii U game. It is the best representation of what that system could offer. Mm-hmm. Um, with the asymmetric gameplay, with the off-screen, with the touch... Or not the touchscreen, but the... Just the... The uh, second screen. The multiplayer. Yeah, the, yeah exactly. So... Um, I just think that it's something that can't really be done on any other console. Uh, besides, like, if you had... Four 3DSs like, connected. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, five 3DSs connected. Yeah. Um, but even then, you're not sharing the screens. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same, even. But you could do that, but that's just impossible to do, you know? So, no home console really could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. Uh, I, I just cannot believe, cannot believe they did not make a sequel for this game on the Wii U. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, you know, maybe it had the Wii U done better initially and had, you know, that... I feel like it never had that phase where it was like, all right, it was successful, we could do these smaller games or, like, more experimental games. And, you know, if if they don't catch on, we've got, like, a couple blockbusters that'll carry the way, you know? I feel like the Wii never, the Wii U never really got to that phase since it, it sort of was doomed uh, at the right. get go, you know. So right, but but I mean, like, yeah, I I just feel that Nintendo Land was a pretty good success. Like it was a pretty good, people liked it enough, and it was a launch game, and everyone got it because it was the package. I guess I guess you're right. I guess like by 2015, the cards were were. Or whatever you'd say, it, yeah. they were they were they were there. Like we the, saw what the Wii U was and what the future was. The the tea leaves had been read, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I could see where I bet they were planning on doing in one, but it was just like, well, we just don't have the resources to do this. Yeah, because um, think of how many Wii sports games you know had come out over the years. Like, had the Wii U been successful, who knows? We could have seen Nintendo Land Two, where you you get all new games and like a mix of the the original yeah. games and new levels for those games honestly but. i i think it'd be a good rep, a good deal uh and I, you know this is saying coming from me so it's gonna surprise you i think it'd be a good dlc uh download for Candidate. free game and then and then and then pay for the content you want oh sort of um, like how they did with the uh the wii sports resort or we use res- yeah sports or whatever it was where you could like rent and download yeah yeah, kind of like that. I don't really care about the the renting is just kind of stupid and weird. But I mean, I think I mean I just don't give see credit, Nintendo credit for trying something strange, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I like it, but I just I don't see anyone ever using that, and I wonder how many people did that. You know what I guess though? I, I mean, maybe it was so easy to implement that it was one of those like, well, it literally can't hurt us, you know? Like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, I, I what I'm thinking is more like a crash mo. Uh, and I don't know if you remember that, but it's it was like free to play, and you could play like a few puzzles, but um, you know, then you could download the content packs that you wanted, mm-hmm. 
and there's basically like some that were just like normal puzzles and it's like I don't want those I want the Nintendo ones and I want the hard ones you know mm. and then and then you know so that's just that's a great yeah, act pick concept. and choose pick so and choose Nintendo Land you know I want the uh, I want the F Zero game you know I want the uh, I want that Mario Chase the unbeatable yeah, game Mario Chase too you know and yeah exactly <laughs> so so yeah I I just I love the game. It's one of my favorite Wii U games, and I was happy to play it with my family. But um, speaking of uh, Mario... Yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that new Super Mario Maker 3DS. And um, I haven't played a ton. Um, I got it for Christmas, and I've really, at the moment, I've just been diving into the new levels that uh, were added to the 3DS version. And the challenges that go along with them, and... I think the challenges are really cool. I like the idea, um, so for anyone that hasn't played, like, you'll go to this level and it'll be, you'll see one challenge and then one will just be a question mark. And these challenges sort of range. Um, I think Perry used the example when uh, he talked about it was like, there's a level with a bunch of Goombas and a bunch of Prana plants, and the first time you go through it goes, kill only the Prana plants. So you go through, and, like, they're sort of tough. Like, obviously, they have Goombas going by these piranha plants. And, like, there's actually a Goomba inside a piranha plant's mouth. So you go through, and then when you beat it, it says, okay, now beat all the Goombas. And they have other ones, like, um, collect 200 coins, uh, get to the end of the level, you know, by a certain time, uh, kill the flying Bowser before going to the, you know, so... Obviously, Bowser, you usually don't have to kill in these Mario games. You can just jump over him. But this one is, like, kill him. And, like, there's only really one way to get... Like, there's only one Fire Flower. So if you get hit, you can't kill him. So it just adds cool little challenges to the mix. Yeah, I mean, are you talking about the one... The Bowser challenge? Where he's I think you're on, talking about the one where he, he's just at the end. There was actually... This one I was talking about, he was on a track. There was, yeah, yeah, It was okay. him and there was actually uh, Bowser Jr., like on yeah. a track and they're moving and it's slowly scrolling and you have to dodge. Yeah. Uh, yep. So exactly. So this is the point I want. I love saying like last time is this kind of teaches you how to play Mario. And this happened with me. And I was like, exactly. I thought you have to get that fire flower, you know, mm -hmm. you have to get it, but you don't No. Right. This is where you learn. Exactly. If you have Yoshi, you need to grab him and then, gulp up his flames and shoot it back at him. Ah, yep. That makes you sense. You know? And I was trying it with the, with the Fire Flower, and it's like you can only get him when he's like Close to the, the ground. ground, yeah. And it, it only really and happens towards the end. Exactly, and it's really exactly, and it's harder. So, yeah. Exact, so Yoshi can grab him, and that's the kind of stuff that you learn the whole time mm -hmm. when you're playing that game. So No, yeah, yeah. I think the challenges are an awesome addition. But the one problem, well, I guess there's really two problems I have with them. One is that the they should just get rid of the lives situation. Um, right. Like I get that getting one ups is a part of the gameplay, and it's you know I guess rewarding ish sort of. But um, it just it made like, no difference to me. I mean, it's just annoying. It just like it was pointless because I had the hundred lives the whole time. Mm -hmm. and like, I just, it got to that point. I found, like, in the beginning, like, the first couple levels when, like, I, I didn't, I only had, like, a couple lives, 
and I'd restart a lot because I was like, oh, well, I'm just trying to get both these challenges, you know, before I move on. And then it was like, oh, game over. And then I had to restart the levels. Um, there's like in the, there's a different number of levels in each world, but like in the first one, there's only like, I think four or six. So it's like easy to redo them, but it was still sort of like, I just wish this arbitrary life system was gone, especially when right. like, if you fail it three or four times, it's like, do you want an item that pretty much ensures an auto win, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of like, I wish they got rid of that. And then, uh, what was more annoying because now at this point I've got like 85 lives or 90 lives or whatever it is but um it's just long enough loading before like by the time you die to when you're back playing again it's just enough like a period of time where it's annoying to do so like in the beginning I was trying to get like all the medals you know all the the challenges as I'd go along and um then it got to the point where I'd just be like it's just just enough time, and I'm coming fresh off Super Mario Run, where um, when you're going for the coins in some of these later ones, you're going to be restarting a lot, and it's one, two, three. It's so quick. It's literally okay. Hit the X, restart. I'm playing again. Where right, with Super right. Mario Run, I mean uh, Super Mario Maker, it's like I die, then I go to a loading screen showing that I lost a life, and then it like kicks back to the level, and then I get control of it, and it's just long enough where it's annoying you know or at least to me to the point where i'm not gonna keep restarting to try and do these challenges which is a little disappointing because i really do enjoy trying the challenges right and and like what then another thing another problem i had i meant to mention last time was um with the lives i actually had one where you have to get um like eight lives like eight one ups at the end of the goal, where where you land on the goal. Mm-hmm. And, yep, I uh, remember that one. So what you have to do is there's you're going through on this platform, this moving platform on a track, and you have to collect flying Koopas and jump on them so they land on it and then they stay on it, and then at the end, you know, then they'll yeah, all they'll die pop. at the same time. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, I I finally did it. You know, I was like, okay, I have to figure it out. You know, it took me like a half hour to do this, and I did it, and it didn't do it. And I was like, "Wait, because I'm waiting for the challenge thing at the end to like go cling, you know, and like yeah, show the medal." Get that nice, I was like, that what sweet the heck? Like, <laughs> I had to have done. Like, I know I did it, and um, and I, and I, I, and then I actually looked online. I was like, "What am I doing?" Then you know, I looked on like a walkthrough, and someone posted it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I did. What the heck?" And it turns out it's because I had a hundred lives that, and I couldn't get any more, that it wasn't counting them towards my stupid score. Oh, Nintendo, come on. I know, I know, it's just stupid. It's just a silly glitch, but but I I literally, to get the medal, and I did do this, I started the level, died, started the level, died, started, died, (laughs) did that ten times. I'm sure. Uh, oh, that's such a pain in the neck. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world, right? But it kind of was really frustrating as it happened. Mm-hmm. Once I found out, it wasn't a big deal. But, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that's a little frustrating. Yeah. Especially the way you rack up lives in this game. It's not like it's weird to have 100 lives, you know? Like, right, it's probably right. pretty common. So th- that's sort of annoying, but... <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so I haven't actually dived into any uh creation yet 
I've just, like I said, I've just been going through those challenges, trying to unlock all the uh, the tools, and uh, then maybe maybe I'll crack into it. I, I never got huge into making levels on the the Wii U, but I made a couple of them, and I, I feel like if I get into it, it'll be so much easier on the go. You know, like oh, I got my hour lunch break, just build some Mario levels. You know, totally. But uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty much as far as I got to say on that. But um, I guess before we wrap up, uh. This segment, uh, just go over some games I actually got for Christmas as well. I finally got Final Fantasy three uh, for the Super Nintendo, um, a game that I know is absolutely fantastic, and I feel like a like as much as I love all these role playing games and stuff. To not have played this one, it's sort of blasphemy, you know. It's like, oh God, you monster! So. You stupid idiot. Yeah, my problem with it was I'd always wanted to be like, all right, I want to get that game, I want to play it, but I want to get it complete in box, you know, all like the whole nine, and then it's like, oh, but then it's like $150 plus. Complete in box. Yeah. yeah shut up, You dude. silly, silly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I finally got to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'll ask for just the cart for Christmas, and it'll be great because I'll finally get to play it. Um, I also and got. Then you got it brand new in box. Yeah, could you imagine? My sister uh. spent five thousand dollars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then I got oh, Wario Land, sister. Wario Land Shake It for the the Wii, which I'm super looking forward to playing. I think a, a teaser. We might be having a special segment yeah, coming up in a couple a little, weeks. A little pre-announcement. Yeah. Uh, do we want to? Yeah, I mean, I think we were thinking of having a a, a kind of a a group participation. Uh, for our next I Demand You segment, but it's going to be We Demand We. Yes, and we're going to play uh, our first We're both going to play the same. uh, We're both going to play a game that we've never played yet that we feel ashamed that we haven't played, and that's Warrior Land Shake It. Yep, and then, yeah, we figured we're definitely going to play it and have a full segment blown out for it, and then any listeners that, you know, if you'd played it recently or if you just played it back when, you know, it came out and you want to contribute, we're going to come up with a way to, to write in and, you know, generate a little conversation about it and if no one yeah, wants to I mean, play it well it's just going to be us hopefully uh you know i mean talking right now about if, how you're much we loved it. if you're listening right now and you have some thoughts just email us yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean seriously just you know yeah. you, we can just save it for the then but uh yeah i mean just think of it kind of like a retroactive from uh rated free nintendo just kind of the same idea yep and except for we're not letting you vote yeah we're just picking it we, we're demanding you. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, then, exactly. Uh, I also got one other game, which I'm not going to tell you about, uh, that will be my next Mystery History game, and I cannot wait to play it and talk about it. Oh, man, me too. I cannot wait to do... It's going to be a good one. Uh, our next Mystery Histories, yeah. But I All right, think well, that, yeah, that pretty much yeah. brings us to the end here, doesn't it? Yeah, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with the eShop Roundup. Yeah. And then we're going to talk some news, and then we're going to get into our big feature, so stay tuned. And we're back for everyone's favorite segment of the show, or at least I'm going to keep saying it's everyone's favorite because it's my favorite jingle. The eShop Roundup. The eShop Roundup. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. 
<laughs> I mean, I know I don't personally need to add that yeehaw in there because we've got it recorded already, but man, I'd be lying if I don't say it's probably my favorite part of every episode. Well, <laughs> well, I, I mean, I understand. It was a great, it was a great uh, collaboration of our talents. <laughs> but uh, yeah, first up on the Wii U download, we got Shantae Half Genie Hero. For 19.99 download and uh, came out on retail uh, on the today. Yeah, today, today the 22nd. Uh, the 27th, excuse me. Um, yeah, uh, and Matt West gave it a nine on NWR, which is just that's a glowing that's, review. If, that's, uh, yeah, I mean it's a very good Wii U game that just came out. So have you ever really gotten into the Shantae games at all? You know, I I've, I've downloaded the DSiWare one like when the eShop launch <laughs> because I missed out on that on the DSi mm-hmm. and pa- everyone praised it and when the eShop launched like on 3DS I downloaded it I didn't like it very much um, and but then and then so when the second when the when the 3DS one came out that I forgot the name of I uh, yeah I forget too I know, I know what you're talking about nah anyway Pirate's Curse, I think, is what yep, it's called. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> uh, I didn't get it when it came out, but I got it on sale, like when it was half off. And I played it last year, like at this exact time, I remember. Because right after Christmas. I just remember playing it at Christmas, yep. And uh, I liked it a lot. It was not my favorite, but it was really good. It was really good. Like, I'll give it like a 7.5, like good game. So I like, yeah. I liked it. I've never really gotten into it. I think I've got, I think I got a Pirate... Pirate's Curse, is that what you said it was called for 3DS? Yeah. I think I got that in a Humble Bundle, one of the indie hum- yeah. Humble Bundle games, but I never actually got around to playing it. I like definitely, how it looks. It looks nice. Definitely play it on 3DS because that that amazing 3D. Um, it, I don't think it even looks that good on, uh, on the Wii, U. Wii U. No, I don't. Because I think it was like made for 3DS, and so it just fits perfect. Yeah, it doesn't upscale as nice or whatever. It's a fun game, dude. I, you, you should definitely play it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got it on my 3DS, so I mean, I really, I've got no excuse not to. But yeah, but uh, but, uh moving but along, anyway, we've moving got along, yeah. This is a mouthful. Radiant Flux Hyper Fractal Fractal Hyper Fractal Fractal. Yeah, yeah. This one, <laughs> this one's amazing. So <laughs> it's 2.99 on on Wii U. It's an arcade shooter. It's really like weird looking like modern art weird uh you're a neo hacker yeah i'm looking at the the screens right now a lot of purple involved it looks like purple (laughs) and like pink yeah it looks interesting a lot of purple yeah must be crazy (laughs) um yeah i reading part of the of the description on the eShop. so power up your s or no sorry i thought it says so power up your athletically pleasing hack. Nope, you had it right. It's aesthetically pleasing. Is it aesthetically? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I put that, it corrected or something. Yeah, it's okay. a- aesthetic. Let me yeah, redo. I've got the page up. <laughs> so power up your aesthetically pleasing hack OS of choice and download the latest forbidden tools. It's time to penetrate some software firewalls and hack some hyperfractals. <laughs> Sold. Where do I buy? Sold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two ninety nine. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it looks like a quirky little game. Probably, you know what? It, I bet you it's probably pretty fun. Yeah. Then what do we have on the 
good old Wii U Virtual Console. The old VC this week, it's uh, it's a party, and it's actually Mario Party 2, um, $9.99. And uh, I guess, originally, I guess they've been having problems with the upgrade price um, if you had purchased it on Wii. But I guess you said it, it's fixed now, right? Yep. Yes. So, so that's good. Man, I might download that tonight. I have that on the Wii, so... That game is great. Uh, I've got I've got the cartridge. Love actually. that game so much. Yeah, I've got that. One of the ideas I had for when we're at PAX is to play through every Mario Party game. It would be and certainly record, be fun. and record like ten minutes and make a podcast. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to do some cool stuff at PAX, but uh, yeah, but yeah, Mario Party Two will have to be on the docket. Giddy up! Yeah, yeah, we'll play a game of that definitely. Moving on to the 3DS download. What do we got? Yeah, so we got this game called Mini Golf Resort, and uh, it's four ninety nine. It's a mini golf game, but uh, they are actually promising it's the best mini golf resort uh, on the three DS. So, I mean, you know, I it's mean, a pretty big. Yeah, it's a big claim, but yeah, I, let me tell you, it looks great. It, like, it really does. Now, it really does. You're right. A little it, funny like, for uh, for the listeners. Um, so we come up and we like write down what came out, whatnot. And Perry put in parentheses like he was like, "Oh man, this game looks amazing." And like it's so funny because last night when I was going on the eShop, I was like, "God damn, this game looks awesome." Yeah, and he didn't know I'd written that already. It came out, and I guess we got similar similar tastes. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good little price for that game, and I mean five bucks. Uh, like I said, it worded it really weird, but it either has 56 courses or 1,001 courses. That's a, a big disparity. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, if, yeah. yeah, I mean, graphically, like what what's cool about it is if I'm thinking of it has like amazing 3D. Yeah, if I'm thinking of like a like a, a mini golf game, I'm thinking back where it's like, okay, you're going to have like the core, like, Flash. like, yeah, like a crappy little, like have its layout or whatever. But then this game actually, like even just the visuals, like outside of the course are so nice looking. Like, like it kind of looks like Mario golf. I mean, like, yeah, you know, it really does. Um, and I actually just bought it. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you dirty dog. Yeah. I was on the website and I'm just going to do the, the remote download again because well, then you can tell so me last time tell me if it's good then i'll buy it yep See? i'll let you, everyone you know you can take the risk i'll let everyone know next week how how it is but yeah it's uh downloading now so moving along though <laughs> we also have i'm gonna let you pronounce this one all right geki yaba runner deluxe is that geki yaba yeah, that's good. Yaba. That good uh an action racing platformer um which actually it's got like the visuals look pretty cool. I'm on the 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 site now looking at it. it another 4.99 game, and yeah, I guess uh, what do you got here? They're claiming to be one of the hardest runners out there, and uh, over 130 Ooh. courses and different challenging obstacles. Um, yeah, cool. I mean, looks looks sort of cool. Uh, interesting art style, and I mean, I I bet it's pretty fun. Yeah. And then uh, next up we have Gourmet Dream. Which is five dollars, not forty ninety nine. Five dollars. It always weirds me out when they so they t- just put four ninety nine, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we want that cent. Yeah. Um. Uh, this is a restaurant management game. Uh, and it just looking at the screens, 
it just makes me anxious, like, just looking <laughs> at it. There's a lot like, of information like, on there, it looks like. Yeah, it's just like, oh, like, like my wife is a da dining room manager, and, it, like, you know, I'm a cook, and, like, just, you know, I, I've, I've dealt with that, and it's like, why would you want to play that? <laughs> but, <laughs> but think of all the like triple to. S ranks you could get. Oh, Mo. <laughs> yeah. How? What's it? Yeah. Five. Not, not to. Not. Yeah. Five. It bucks. looks pretty not, cool. Yeah. Not. Not to play it down. That's just my personal opinion on on life. I in think general. it's. I think it's one of those people would know if you're into that kind of game. You know. That's right. And then, we have an actual exclusive. New 3DS download. That's so weird because it doesn't look like it really needs the power of the new 3DS opposed to well, the old one. Well, I think but... it's I think it's the Unity. It's probably built on the Unity engine. Uh, that that'll uh, do it. Which uh, yeah, I don't think that I think that like runs better on the new 3DS or actually runs. So, but uh, this game is Hit Ninja. It's a, a Shuriken target hitting game. And I mean, it looks it looks nice. I mean, at least I've seen some like target games, and they're just terrible to look at, you know. Yeah, and this is in 3D <coughs> polygonal. Looks like a nice game. From Whatever. From petite games. Petite. It's it looks got, like a petite game. I tell you what, I really like the font they used. I'll <laughs> give them that much. Oh yeah, because it's like it looks like kanji, but it's it's. But yeah, English. it's English. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. And then we actually have a demo that's worth mentioning. Yes. Real quick. Ice Station uh, Z. Yeah. And we, this is we've talked one, about this thing. the last couple episodes about, or not last couple, but I feel like on an episode or two with Jules and another time. Now you, yeah, you I, played it, right? You downloaded I, the demo? I, I downloaded the demo because I was curious about this game. Uh, it's a multiplayer <laughs> zombie online game open world game it's crazy you can play through friends and stuff uh four bucks i think <laughs> excuse me it better be 3.99 or 4.99 and not four <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh i'll I tell you it. what yeah i mean it's it's like as bare bones as you can get um but I, I was actually kind of like legitimately scared <laughs> by by a zombie chasing me like out in the snow like zombies are always like, creepy man <laughs> even if they're not realistic looking yeah they're pretty creepy so but uh, yeah I actually uh, downloaded download that the demo last check it night. out yeah I, I was on the like uh, again going back to our me and Perry had the same experience on the eShop last night um, I downloaded it as well and uh, I haven't got to play it yet but I'm I'm definitely interested in trying it out because, like you said, it's only a couple bucks, and it seems like it could be pretty cool. Right. Yep. And now they they got actually a, from what I understand a pretty good game on the 3DS Virtual Console. Um, New another, 3DS another, Virtual Console. Yes, another SNES game. That's right, Castlevania Dracula X. Now. So you, I bet you're kind of interested in this, right? Yes, I actually went to purchase it last night and it was nowhere it's not to be on found there. yeah see you couldn't find it either i was gonna check today i, I, I wrote checked this already. last thursday yep and you checked and it's not there yep and i checked right before we recorded and it still wasn't there um, does anyone so if anyone knows where it is please <laughs> contact us please send it That's my way Talk nintendo pod <laughs> twitter our twitter handle our twindle our twindle handle yeah. no no our, <laughs> yeah, just our just twindle. The twindle see See, we decided that we created an amazing 
new word last week, the twindle. It's shortening Twitter and handle to twindle. Yep. So, um, what's your twindle? Pow, you know. What's what's your twi- what's your twindle, bro? Save some. Hey, syllables. bro, mine's this. Triple X four twenty no scope. Anyway, uh, sixty nine, sixty nine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah. So who knows where that is? But when it comes out, I'll Casey's probably end up talking it. about it. Yep. Yep. But let's take a quick break and get into the news. Welcome back. We're going to talk some news, some uh, some fun little leaks, rumors coming out. Um, apparently, there are four Wii prototypes that never made it to retail, never went out. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell us about this? Yep. Uh, Redfly reveals uh, four Wii prototypes, and those games were Batman Arkham Asylum, the Dig oh, Dug, yeah. which you would think is a little weird, but looking at the video they released is, is really cool. It's like a 2D game with some 3D portions thrown in um devil may cry and star wars tie vs x-wing now the very interesting they released videos of all four um that you can see and like i said some some really Did cool they release videos of all four yep yep there's some really cool interesting yeah there's I some gotta watch the batman one yeah there's some really cool interesting gameplay and uh just a shame i mean you know just uh look like four quality games you know that I mean, obviously, just telling from a couple minutes of gameplay, you can't tell for sure. But they look look right. like they could, you know, they were promising. Sure, man, that would've been so cool if Arkham came to Wii. That yeah, would've been so weird and cool. And now, speaking of more games that are never gonna make it to retail, we got another one, don't we? Here, yeah, Crashmo World is that what it was called? Yep. I guess yeah the t- the the For working the, Wii U. the working title yeah yeah um it was uh almost done but they intelligent systems uh shifted their gears to the switch project so yeah I was reading I guess this was uh, more of a, a passion project for for the the guys working at intelligent systems and I guess there was at some point talk of it coming to the switch but that died down you know I don't know if. When they say canceled, I don't know if maybe that's, you know, we might not see this down the line, you know, for the Switch, you know, in between games or something, but sort of a shame. Well, I think we will. And, and honestly, I don't even know if I would buy it now for the Wii U. Eh, so Yeah, I, I mean, I never really got too much into those games, so not really on my radar as much, but... Oh, really? No, I think I I bought one of them. Pushmo is amazing, and pol, I, and what is it? Pushmo and Pulmo. Is it Pulmo? No, I don't think it's. That sounds too weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Crashmo. I don't know. Crashmo and I don't know. I, Stretchmo. I, yep. I I played yep. one for the You're right. Wii U. I think a little bit of it. Yeah, that's Pushmo really, World. Yeah, I think that was. I never really got too deep into it, but. Now, oh yeah, that's those are great games. Yeah, you know what? I, they look like fun, and I, I bet you I would enjoy them. But I feel like at the time it was one of those that just didn't catch me at the moment and sort of yep, fell to I the, hear you, the man. wayside. I hear you. But we also have some more leaks because of course we do. Um, now I remember 
we were talking about uh, a couple episodes or last couple episodes. Uh, Laura Kate Dale, who I guess is someone with uh, some sources on the inside, and they she did a, an Ask Me Anything on Reddit where you know they make she makes a post and then people asks her que- questions, and uh, she fires away and. Actually, um, RageMaker4 on Reddit was nice enough to put up a nice summary, so we're just going to alternate points down the line here and uh, with uh, anticipation of what should hopefully be coming January 12th. Yeah. Uh, you want um, to kick it off? Yeah. Uh, so she's apparently everything she hears is 250 for the release price, $250, um, and she's pretty positive that it will be at least below 300 which i mean i don't really see it being too i mean maybe 279.99 i don't know what else it could well, be well i could see her just meaning like at absolute worst it's going to be 299.99 right know? i bet it'll, i i think i think 250 is the perfect spot but i don't think 300 kills it especially if there's a pack in uh, exactly will there be multiple skews is my question I don't. Know. I don't think. There I don't will think they because of what happened with the Wii U. I don't think there will be. Yeah, I don't think they want to muddy the waters. I think they just want to one just simple. You buy it and you play it. You know, yep. you don't have to worry about it. Yep. Uh, she also went on to say that March seventeenth is the PAL release date, and that the rest of the world will get it at some point uh, during the same week. And now this little part I'm going to say is something I, I think I remember hearing that the U.S like a rumor about the U.S. and Japanese uh, release dates were going to be the same. So maybe, like, from what I took of this, like, maybe it'll be a worldwide launch all in the same day, you know, yeah. could be a possibility. Yeah. Is that a Sunday? Uh, that is, I think, a Friday, but maybe maybe it's just that weekend. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Right, 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 right. All right, and then they also talk about Breath of the Wild points towards March. But uh, she says that she hears that some of their sources are saying June, uh, which makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it is. Honestly, because it's like I'll be so happy with whatever comes out on the Switch, and then I can look forward to the Zelda. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like I said, I will, when I first get a system, I sort of want to bounce around and play a bunch of different games for it. And, like, it would be – that would be the perfect – like, all right, I've, I've played all the launch games. Now I'm sort of moving – oh. Here's a big juicy Zelda game to keep me occupied all summer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's keep moving along here. She goes on to say that Splatoon and Mario Kart Eight are enhanced ports. Um, she said Mario Kart is very enhanced, which would make sense by the the little screenshots we saw with two items and you know little different things that right, right, seem right. like they would be more of a, a major change. I mean, King Boo's in it, so yeah. that's just a major, mm. major enhancement. So. And then she said that uh, the Smash port is a minimal enhancements. So for you know, me, I'm thinking maybe it's going to be just like a collection of all the DLC plus maybe a new character and then definitely like you get all the 3DS and all the Wii U stages. You know? Yes. Yes, which would be so cool. Like the ultimate collection, you know? Hey, yeah, we played Smash the other day, didn't we? Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. <laughs> we had a very epic... Dude, I was literally was crying. Ike versus... <laughs> Who's it? Ike and Zelda? Something like that. I, I don't even remember, dude. I, I had tears in my eyes the whole time. I was dying. <laughs> yes, yes. We need to play that more. Um, maybe tonight. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to mention with Splatoon that I had heard a rumor. I can't remember where or from whom, but that that you're going to be able to switch your weapons in between, like, during the match. That would be cool. Like, when each time See, you die. That sounds fun, but that wouldn't be cool at all, actually. That would... That's, like, scary to me because that is, like, a huge part of the game is learning what the opponents are using and how to conquer them. And, like, You'd have to I do think it on that the fly. was... That would to- oh, I would hate that. that. I really would not like that at all. I mean, the good thing for me is it doesn't affect me. So, <sighs> changing weapons. You selfish, Who does that? You selfish <laughs> fascist. Yeah, I, I just, I know. I just, I, I hope that's not the case. That's all I wanted to say on that. Anyway, that I was like, oh no, oh no. What if the second Splatoon is worse than the first one? <laughs> no. I guess uh, I'll be playing yeah. Wii U for the next five years. <laughs> so, which I, I don't mind. Um, yeah, uh, so there are two third-party exclusives, one being the very bizarre Mario Cross Rabbids, and um, expects at least three third-party exclusives at launch. So that that's always a good sign. Hopefully they're good exclusives. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean well, that's Wii U, all really Wii U matters, had yeah. a bunch of exclusive at launch, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so... She also said the initial virtual console will 100% be a disappointment in terms of raw volume of titles and that we should expect an upgrade fee. So, if GameCube is at launch, then they're wrong. Yeah, because that would already so, be like... <laughs> I will not be disappointed. Because I'm not hyped about... Like, I'm not hyped about tons of virtual console games to buy. Because I really don't want to buy a bunch of games at the same time. That's yeah. just not how I play. Uh, yeah, it's going mean, to be a good drip. You knew they were going to drip them out each week anyway, so it's like... I hope they can just do a steady stream each week. Yeah, like, where there's yeah. like one really good game and one solid game, you know? Like, right, right. But, um, yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about these when we're doing our predictions segment next week. Yep. Is that next week? Yes, sir. Is it? Yep, and then the following week is the actual presentation. Oh, jeez. All right. We're in the home Coming stretch. Coming up, baby. Yeah. Um, and, they don't, and they don't think that the retro will show... That retro, the uh, amazing, probably my favorite game developer, uh, will show the new project at the event. Uh, yeah, someone asked and, about, uh, you know, Metroid in general... And uh, she said, I know Retro are not working on one. So that, if that's true, that's a little bit of a disappointment Ooh. for many, I think. But Also, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if they bust out a new IP, I'm cool Donkey with that. Donkey Kong Country Returns 3. <laughs> I would love that. Um, she also said that the Mario game will be showed off, named, playable at the event, and will be a day one launch title. Oh, baby. So I that's, didn't know that. So that's some good news. Wow! Yeah, and man, all, that's awesome. And at least one new IP announcement at the event. So that's, I mean, for me, I new IPs are always super exciting. They really are because, like, Splatoon. Splatoon's like my favorite game. So yeah, <laughs> that's a new IP. So yeah, I mean, I love sequels. Nothing wrong with sequels, but yeah, new IPs are really fun, especially Nintendo ones. Yeah, um, yeah, and then. Uh, they heard from 
many reliable sources that a localization is in the works from other three, but it never surfaces. Like it hasn't come out yet, and she called it a phantom rumor. And I just think it's because it was totally going to come out for the Wii U, and then it didn't because they stopped Wii U, and they're going to make it come out for Switch. So yeah, and I think that one's got enough cachet where it could sort of be like when Earthbound came out, like. It that was, was a big deal, man. A big man. deal, and they, they could... Huge deal. They could put the premium price on it, and people are still going to buy it. Dude, like, I could see them releasing Mother 3 Joy-Cons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, no, like, I seriously could, could see that. Well, I, <clears throat> she touches on Joy-Cons in, in a little bit, which we'll get to. Um, the Monolith... Monolo, wow. Monolith Soft are working on something new that isn't Xenoblade Chronicles X Switch port but a new game with similar combat to Xenoblade Chronicles X. So That's I guess good. Yeah, I, I wonder if it would be I don't like want a um, Switch port. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be like a a continuation or if it would just be, you know, the the next Xenoblade Chronicles game and sort of take the Final Fantasy, you know, Dragon Quest uh, route where each installment's just a completely new game. Well, I remember they talked about hearing in interviews with the director that he's going to make it more like the first game. Oh, I sure hope so. Me too, man, because, yeah. The original is that, so much better. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's really good. Um, they also talked about the battery life. Three hours max battery life. Uh, speculation, maybe more in portable mode. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think it's more speculation at this point. But that there might be like, um, sort of like, you know, on a computer how it's got like max settings, medium settings, like low settings. Yeah, yeah. Like there might be some sort of settings option where it would be like, you can play it similar to the docked version, you know, on the go, but like it's going to drain batteries maybe. that You know, I, I don't think that's going to be the case, but maybe the portable mode is just kicked down even further a little bit where uh, like there's like, oh, like this is the the top portable mode and you can knock it down to beat like a battery saver mode and maybe it's a little slower or a little you know less crisp I, it, it all seemed like a lot of speculation on that front sure well apparently she fully expects undocked games to run better than wii u games and that's so, good because i feel like i mean yeah yeah that's that's crazy uh and then also that they she says multiple times that she is confident about custom Joy-Cons. Which is good for you. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, don't you want... Well, no, you no, no. It's good too? for everyone. I, but you're you're really excited, I feel like, for that. Well, I'm just one. Yeah, I mean, are you... Like, would you get one? Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah, you'd get a D-pad and everything? Oh, yeah, no no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're saying each Joy-Con will have about five-hour battery life. Now, I wonder if it's just charged, like when the system's in the dock and you leave the Joy-Cons on the system, I guess they charge that way? Like, I can't imagine they'd have their own separate plug-in. Yeah, that's, that's weird. I figured those things would last for a long time. <clears throat> but I guess if it's five hours, it's like the system's not... Well, I guess if you're plugged into, like, a wall or... Uh, I don't know. It's weird because, like, the Wii U Pro Controller lasts for, like, 40 hours. Yeah, oh, forever, I know. Yeah, you know, I figured it was going to be something like that. But hopefully that means that there's a lot of stuff in them then. Like, yeah, you know, 
So, like, for instance, Bluetooth capabilities. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in the Joy-Cons, uh, but they talked about that. Uh, doesn't know if, if for, like, specific apps or for the console in general, but well, there has to be Bluetooth. or Yeah, I figured maybe, there'd be some cool sort could, of something. Yeah, if you could, if you could, it would be sweet if you could export the sound to... Oh, yeah, uh, like a wireless Bluetooth speakers. Yeah, because I use those all the time now, and I would totally use that to broadcast the sound. That would be awesome for when you're doing portable stuff. <coughs> I mean, like, you know, you're like, you know, like, if you're playing, like, outside, because the whole thing is you can take it with you, right? So mm-hmm. you just take a speaker with you and just have a really loud game, you know, playing. That'd be fun, I think. Yeah, I'd like that. Now, like I like or something. I like how confident, uh, confident she is and the fact uh, that there will be touchscreens. She's 12,000% sure, or 1,200% sure, excuse me, that uh, that it has a touchscreen, which is nice. <laughs> and, um, that is good to hear. She says that it can hold up to a 128-gigabyte micro SD card, but uh, she went on to say that she'd expect... Um, to be able to have bigger ones as well because there's no reason that the Switch wouldn't be able to to do that. You know, like, I guess there is no limitations. So, I mean, that that's always good. Get, you know, 128 gigabyte micro SD card might be a little expensive, but, you know, they're right. only going to get cheaper, so. Not as expensive as a Vita. Nope. Get yeah. Card. That's a stupid Your firstborn child. Yeah, jeez. Um says that the uh, January 12th presentation will be really beefy. Where's the beef? Yep, and uh, some small surprises and about... See, this is the funniest thing to me, but <laughs> 30 to thirty to 60 minutes in length. Oh, really? A very conservative uh, claim on yeah. that one. Yep. But, uh, uh, yeah, I guess the, she went on to, to, to wrap it up by saying that the presentation will touch on uh, third parties hardware and the UI system level information which will be it'll be cool to see what the UI looks like and what the menus and uh, home you know looks like um those are little things that you like you don't really think about too much but then you realize like they are super important I'm going to be looking at that for the next 5 years you know hopefully longer yeah and I'm just going to say 3DS and Wii U both those UIs are phenomenal so I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I don't the the Wii U Xbox one to me is, is a little weird, but so I really horrible. like the 3DS interface. The Wii U is weird. Like the, like, I don't like how like there's like a menu. If you hit the home button, there's another menu, and like, it's a little convoluted. I feel like at time, like in the beginning, like I remember when I downloaded games in the beginning, I was like, it's not the same thing as the 3DS though. Um. It's the same thing. With the 3DS, like, if you hit the home menu, then it opens up the home menu. Yeah. Just like on the Wii U. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I like the Wii Shop eStore. I think that there are more options on the Wii U, so that might make it a little more... Confusing, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But, I mean, honestly, though, it looks gorgeous. And, oh... Where are the folders, though? Where are the folders? dude. Dude. Oh my goodness! On what? On, on Wii U? Yeah, they're there. Are there folders now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, you want to see the grossest, like operating system user interface? Is the Vitas? Oh, oh, the bubbles. The bubbles, but not even just that. Just I mean, that is disgusting. But 
like the the fonts and like the way the system looks that totally turned me off when i got it, it we got a vita, vita hater over here guys no no i don't hate the vita <laughs> but i hate the operating system no but i know anyway yeah we want to thank uh rage maker four yep he did a good job again. summarizing because uh yep. yeah the amas get filled with questions and the information sort of all scattered so uh Thank, thankfully, thankfully, he made it nice and easy for us to, to get all the bullet points. But, yeah, so we will see shortly how much of this turns out to be true and how much, uh, you know, turns out to be hot air. But uh, we will see. But now, the moment we've all been waiting for, after a short little break, we're going to get into our top five and our game of the year 2016. Podcast, and we are gonna do our top five games of the year, baby. 2016 Woo-wee. edition. Ooh. 2016, yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. And Casey, you're gonna start us off with your number five. Now, I'm going to preface my number five, not with any honorable mentions, but with just a note that Zelda Twilight Princess to me, since it's a remake, you know what I mean? Like a, a like a HD version of the, the original game. I did not count that towards my top five. I really okay. enjoyed that game, but I put that to the side. All right. So before that, in Super Castlevania Four, that's just a it was a virtual console game, but awesome game. But anyway, right, right, right. I just wanted to get those out of the way before we right. We we're jumped we're doing there. we're doing games that were was released. Yeah, that were released in 2016. Yeah. So yeah. that's why okay. Super Castlevania, like that's why it doesn't count, obviously. But um, obviously. So number five. The drum roll, Pokemon Moon. What? The Nintendo 3DS. Oh man, I thought this was gonna be way higher. No, no, it was a uh, interesting. It, it was a fringe game. Um, it, now there's another game I'm not gonna mention now. I'll talk about afterwards in our honorable mention section. That was really close, and I just had I played that game first. Maybe it takes the spot. But Pokemon Moon, um, again, I've, I've mentioned before, especially since I just played this game recently, uh, a series that you know I deep roots. You know I, I've played the original back in the day, and I've I've played a bunch of a uh, bunch of the generations as the game has uh, you know moved along in its lifespan, but. This was a game I expected to enjoy a little bit. I, I figured, you know, like, if it catches me, I'll play it all the way through. If I play a little bit and I don't, you know, they get to the point where I don't really want to play anymore, I'll just shelf it. But, uh, yeah, Pokemon Rune, uh, Moon really uh, really surprised me about how great it was. Uh, just from everything, the, the charm, you know, it's obviously a very charming game. Um, the, I love the art style that they're going with now, like the the Alola versions of the Pokemon, the the revamping of the gym si- system to now the trials, and actually having a pretty good plot. Just uh, overall came together with the accessibility, um, the best you know, and you know for anyone that's played Pokemon, this is easily the the most accessible and you know 
if you never played Pokemon for some reason, it's a great point to jump in and, uh, you know, get a feel of vintage classic Pokemon, but with, like, the very, you know, modern-day uh, accommodations of, you know, not having to do, you know, certain things that used to be a pain in the neck. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you've been talking this up. Yeah, like I said, so that's I that's why I thought I was going to be higher. <laughs> yeah, if you had mentioned to me th- the beginning of this year that Pokemon Moon would be in my top five with all the amazing RPGs coming out, I I would have probably laughed at you, but <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yep. Yeah, very, very surprising, but uh, like I said, a, a, an absolutely uh, fantastic game. Now, what, what do you have cooking for number five? All right, so like you said, so it's really hard picking number five. And we will have honorable mentions. But honestly, this one just really, it was shouting out to me when I was trying to pick. But I actually picked uh, Mutant Mud Super Challenge. Yeah, um, I mean, it's such a solid game, and uh, it's a sequel to one of my favorites on the on the eShop. Um, I just feel like it's just it's just a, it's such an eShop game, um, and that 3D baby, that 3D, <laughs> so good, that Virtual Boy, uh, Jules knows what he's doing. And, yeah, I mean, he, such a good job. I think it's. That's I think it's my favorite Renegade Kid game. Uh, I think Even I liked it better than the original. Than, I yeah I think I liked it better. Yeah, it has bosses, um, and beautiful sprites. Um, man, that game. I mean the the, the I mean it really is going for that kind of like that, um, in be- like the twelve bit look, like in between eight and sixteen, you know, kind of in between. Mm-hmm. Uh. And the bosses are fun. Uh, very simple concept. You know, there's just very few variables of what you can do. At, you know, like you can jump, then you can hover for a certain amount of time, and you can shoot. And then you can get certain upgrades where you can go higher, but, you know, or, or uh, shoot, shoot, you know, uh, your, your shots do more damage. But there's not really anything else, you know, like you don't stick to walls like Jules was talking about. They tried that. They were going to do that uh, kind of like, uh, oh, what's that? What's that series called? Oh, uh, Gargoyle's Quest. Yeah. And, um, you know, just other things. But it just re- it's kept really simple. Um, I, I like I like that. I, I, I would love if there were upgrades like um, like Mario. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool if there was, you know. That would be, yeah, it'd be uh, a cool feature for a potential uh, sequel. Yeah, you're like, Tanuki Maxwell. <laughs> but what I do like is that the the power-ups that are in the game, everything's just very crisp, you know? It's, That's what I mean. It's, it's just so a very solid. polished, yeah, it's like It's so perfect. polished, yeah. exactly. For what exactly. it's trying to do, it, it nails it, you know? Yep. And I cannot wait for Mutant Muds 2. Oh. Just cannot wait super mutant muds or whatever i just woo yeah so me too, man. so i was just i remember before this came out i was like i like i was the engineer of the hype train 
<laughs> I, I was like so ready, like up. T- no, I was. I was just like, man, I can't wait to play this. So, yeah, number five. So, do you have anything else to say about soup about Super Challenge? Um, no. Nah, I mean, like, I think it's pretty well documented our love for uh, mutant muds and Super our, Challenge. Our gushing, our gushing love. Yeah. Yes, our our love runneth over. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just more of a really great game. And like you said, it adds a lot of new things that are, you know, fun and I could see being staples in the, the series moving forward, like the bosses yep, and, and whatnot. Yeah, and hopefully with Atui, the Jules' new uh, development team, uh, that uh, after they finish Treasure Knots and Chicken Wiggle, uh, that they can get on. I hope they do more Mutant Muds. But yeah, it'd yeah. be great. We'll see. So, what's your number four? Oh, baby. Moving on to number four, uh, a game that came out earlier in the year, Fire Emblem Fates. This was a game, I mean, there's three of them in one, really. Um, I've played through Conquest and Birthright. Pretty much when I bought the game, I played Birthright way, right away, because that's the easier of the two. Um, it, it Like, the Conquest was, was known more as, like, a more traditional, you know? Um, yeah. Difficult, more difficult, and more varying um, map types. Like, the first one was, I mean, the first one. Birthright was more just, like, a lot of just defeating the enemies or whatever and not really varying up too much the task at hand if you will and right. uh, conquest did a nice job of, of changing it up and varying up the the play styles a little bit but I, I i just went back to back with these two games and just i finished birthright and jumped right into conquest and i didn't Man, even how, think how twice. long did you take on this <clears throat> i think the first one i think took me about 30 hours Maybe 25 to 30, and then the second one was a little more brisk. I think it was more like 20 to 23, because like oh, okay. I, I didn't do the, like, there was um like a town building thing that you could do, uh, like, in between matches or in between uh, right. missions. Right, yeah. And I did that for Birthright, you know, originally, and then with Conquest, I was like, ah, like, I've already done this. It, it doesn't really add too much to it, so I, I, you know, I just got more just going right into the missions opposed to fiddling around with all the extra crap. Um, Now, I still need to go back and play uh, Revelations, which is like, because for those who don't know, who've been under the rock, um, your character, his, you know... third path. Was, yeah, your character was stolen at birth. um, So really, it's like your birthright is going with the family that is actually your your blood family that you weren't raised with. And Conquest is staying with the family that stole you as a child and who you grew up with. And now Revelations is sort of like a, you refuse to go with either one and you sort of go your own path. And I guess you start seeing things huh. from different, you know. I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, so it's like. I'm you, glad you explained that. So you see different, um, like, you get to see the same events in different, you know, a different light. So I am totally looking forward to going back to that. Um, I actually might pick, th- like, pick that back up and start playing that soon i'm trying to decide between that and uh smt4 apocalypse 
uh, for my next 3DS game after after I exhaust Super Mario Maker. But yeah, uh, a fantastic tactical RPG and um, again a, a fantastic game. Awesome. Now that yeah, brings I, us. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, just real quick. Yeah, I didn't play that game at all. Uh, I don't know. I just something about that game coming out. I don't like. I don't really like the structure that they had with it. Well, you like, don't like the social it was just stuff, right? Almost overwhelming. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, that's kind of optional, right? Um. I mean, I guess pretty much what happens is when you like stand next to each other, uh, another person in battle. You just like after you do move like a little harder go over your head, and it's just like sort of like oh you two are working together like you're out in the battlefield right. battling together right. so you're gonna become friends and like unlocking the support classes like eventually you can marry someone and you can get characters marrying each other and what that does is gives you like their child which then becomes a unit you can use in battle and like usually the the child like the children are super strong you know like they'll have they'll start out with like really nice base stats so as they level up they they end up becoming your more powerful units so it is sort of an important part of the game i mean you could just you know skip through the text if you don't really care just to be like oh well these two are going to marry each other and i'm going to get this child you know who can come out and be a strong unit for me you know but yeah you got to pick your waifu man uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that just totally turned me off. Just everything. I, I wouldn't let it I turn loved you off because Awakening. if you liked Awakening, man, I think you'll like Fates. Well, yeah, and it's just something that I'll, I'll get. I almost got Conquest. I was, I literally was at Toys R Us, and it was, you know, this game's forty bucks, but it was ten dollars off, and they were having a buy one get one forty percent off deal, and I was gonna get it, and um. Uh, NES Remix was like on sale for $18 the 3DS one mm-hmm. which I don't have and I was going to get both those and I took it up there and they're like oh no you can only get one deal so you can't get the $10 off and the oh buy and, one get and one. the buy one get it's just like lame but it's, it, it, it's just so stupid it's like but that's the price of the game like yeah it's just yeah just stupid you know but so I was like well then I'm not going to get them ha I don't well, even need them let me tell you, if you do find it, you know, on one of your Craigslist find or something, you should totally give it a play. Yeah, yeah, I will. I, dude, I love Fire Emblem. That's why it's so weird to me that I just wasn't. I'm just. I just wasn't interested in it. So, but I was interested <coughs> in, my, in my number four game when it came out, and actually, me and you both wrote little reviews for this on NWR. So that is uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. That's a good one, man. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I love Mario and Luigi games. Uh, This one has Paper Mario in it. So it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I love Paper Mario. Um, it's such a pretty game has a really nice streamlined like upgrade system uh, it has really interesting controls because you know you can tr- you can like control all three of them yeah you get yeah 
Individual like, control of three units. <laughs> individual, like, buttons. Like, they walk in a line. And two of like, them are Mario's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, and it's like, where's Paper Luigi? <laughs> the whole time you're going, Poor where's Weej. Paper Luigi? You know, I don't think he's in it at all. What I, what I liked the most about Paper Jam was how the enemies, like... Yes, each, the regular like, versus the paper enemies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I was just going to say, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to... Just how, you know, when you encounter a regular Goomba versus a paper Goomba, and oftentimes you'd be battling one of each in a battle, and their timing is just different, that it, it keeps you on your toes, you know? Like, yes, so it's even awesome. Even when you were playing just regular... You know, battles like oh, I just encountered a random Goomba as I'm going. It was just enough to keep you on your toes, where it's like, oh, I couldn't just mash through or whatever. Um, I I thought that was really clever. Yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. And they, they just they totally nail the aesthetic of the paper and the and the normal oh. uh, Mario. Yeah, it's so it? it's just it was such a fun game. Uh, and something that. Well, the only thing that I, I did, you know, it's like the same with every Mario Luigi game, is it didn't have, like, okay, y- you don't get to change any characters, you know? Like, yeah, that's no what I wish you could do. Anything. Like, there's no partners. I mean, you just have the same partners the whole time. But you learn new stuff and everything, and it, I was having fun the whole game. I just remember the day I got that. And like going through on the beautiful environments, and I was just like, "This is fun." And you know, when you're playing a game, and you just go, "This is fun." Yeah, I just I love that feeling. So the only heck downside, yeah, Paper Jam was awesome. Yeah, the only thing I, I missed with Paper Jam is I feel like in all the Mario and Luigi games, they always have like such like a like a new like with Dream Team, like the Pillow People and like the Pillow Palace and all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I felt like Paper Jam didn't have that, which was sort of disappointing. I mean, obviously, they played up more of the the regular versus the paper, you know, angle. Yeah. Like, that's what they were going for. Yeah. And it made sense. And, you know, it, I'm not upset with how it planned out. But I did just miss that, like, just that little nod. Because Nintendo could be so right. creative sometimes, you know? That, right. I mean, like, exactly like the, the Dream <laughs> Team, like... Luigi falls asleep on a pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like these pillows are scattered across the land, you know, and just <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, th- I definitely I definitely missed that, but overall I I agree, a really really great game. Yeah, totally. Well, we're at our top 3 case. We're in the we're in the top now. The top so, 3, my third is another RPG, Dragon Quest 7. Now, when I said before with the remakes with Zelda, I think this doesn't count in that vein, and let me explain. When, when, like, Twilight Princess was literally just a HD version, you know? This, they they really built it, you know, now with polygonal uh, character models and no more random encounters. They actually have, like, enemy models running around. So I felt like this was enough of, like, a, a rebuilding of the game that I felt like it qualified, you know? Totally, yeah. Now, this is a, another, you know, a game pretty recently fresh off of um, my very first uh, Dragon Quest game that I've actually 
of the main line, I should say. Um, I played Rocket Slime and stuff, but of the main oh, line you did. games. I didn't know that. Uh, yep, yeah, that was a that was a fun game too. But uh, so this was the first one in the main line that I've actually beaten, and it was long, and, and there was definitely a time where I was a little grating on me. But overall, the the game is but, awesome. Um, but that's that's the thing is like it, you have a relationship with it, you know. Yeah, it definitely. For like I said, the, those little times in the lows when you were like, ah, I don't know, it was just it was made up for it, you know, with with everything else. Uh, a lot of fun, you know. I loved the 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 mechanic, like, or I'm gonna go to this island in the past. I'm gonna see there's something wrong with it, and like, okay, what's happening here? Oh, this is why this plan, uh, this island doesn't exist in the future. Let me fix it. You fix it, you become a hero. Then you go back in present time and you can sort of see how it changes. And just going through those was really refreshing because there were so many little stories in this in this game. You know, like each island had its own little history that you go back and you find out. And I just, I thought that was really cool. Um, and like yeah. some of the, the stories were, they were heartbreaking, you know, like they were really like times you're like, man, like this is terrible. And then there were more lighthearted ones and... And different, you know, like, just like, oh, like, this town's getting attacked by a bunch of machines, you know, and you're like, that's weird. And then you find out the machines are, or this guy made the machines, and he, he, you know, sympathizes with them, and since he does that, he's sort of like an outcast, you know, and lives in a shack by himself, and it, it just a lot of really cool little storylines that weave together to build the world, and then eventually give you, like, a motivation to save it, you know, like... It wasn't like, all right, you just need to save this world. It, there was a, you wanted to save it because you had just brought all of these places back, and now it's going to be destroyed again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, again, Epic. yeah, a, a really fantastic game, and on the go on the 3DS, it was perfect, and it's got me really excited for Final uh, Final Fantasy, geez, Dragon Quest Eight, which is coming out in uh, less than a month now. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Play it's got me really excited for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Oh God, no thanks. <laughs> I, now that's funny. <laughs> I don't think your top three is going to be Dragon Quest. So. Well, seeing as how I've never played a Dragon <laughs> Quest game ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have talked about this game very recently. Uh, that would be The Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess HD. said you didn't really count it in yours i counted it in mine uh mostly because it has such great use of the wii u um and you know i just, instead of it like it, it's definitely not like a virtual console game like it's definitely like a total remake for the wii u yeah not they a remake the, they put the uh, time remake, in but, uh, no i know what you mean a, they, they, put love and, they put love and care into it yeah yeah just overall awesome game right timeless i mean they really made it i feel like like on the wii u it's like kind of pushed it into the timeless classic um title now mm -hmm. uh i just think that i'm always going to be able to play that game and it'll always look really good and crisp now and have great controls and great management and everything so uh 
you know, it was just updated to look how you will remember it instead of going back and going, ugh, that looks really, like, bad, like, Yeah, you know. blocky or whatever. Yeah. Or muddy. But, right. And I, I talked about this so much recently, so that's all I'm going to say for that. Um, yeah, I mean... I really, really loved it. It was sort of a cop-out for me in the sense that, like, it would be really hard for me not to put a Zelda game on, you know, so high up. Yeah, dude, I know, I know. So that's exactly. why I sort of... I understand both points. I sort of copped out because I was having a hard enough time figuring out my top five as it well, is. Well, this is all semantic, so it really <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing sleep, man. <laughs> now... But, yeah. Right, top two, baby. Top two. This is... All right, so when I was coming up with my list, I had the top two pretty much... When I first started, I was like, I already know <laughs> one and two. And then me, I had to, me too, actually. So, so I had to find out three and five, and that was tough. And this, these two just pretty much fell right into place. Uh, my number two game of 2016, the runner-up for the game of the year, is Seventh Dragon 3 Code VFD. this game now it which is so funny because when uh, when i first started seeing you know like neil and guillaume and people talking about on twitter i was like i guess um i guess the review copies were sent out you know well in advance which is awesome gives people time to play it it's a pretty long game um you know i had no like thought of even picking it up or looking into it whatever you know and then um I saw someone linked, like, a YouTube to the OST, so I started to listen to it, and the music, I, I fell in love with the music before I ever even played the game, and I was like, wow, like, for me, I, you know, music is a huge part of games, so to know that this this soundtrack was that awesome, and then I started hearing everyone talking about how much fun the actual game is, um, I was like, alright, I gotta give this, I gotta pick it up and give it a shot, and lo and behold, number two favorite game of the year, um, Wow, yeah. Like I said, just a, a game that I went from completely not knowing anything to it to absolutely falling in love with it. Um, so much fun. Uh, I mean, I, I talked about it, I think, on episode one of the podcast, uh, which sort of cool. Yeah. So a special, yeah. uh, special to be on number one as well. But, yeah, just a really fun JRPG that had a really cool story, uh, addicting gameplay, and just kept me wanting to keep on playing it. Awesome, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a it's a JRPG, right? I mean. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no 3D though. So that that makes uh yeah no 3D, which is a shame. <laughs> That's so, what I remember about you talking about that game. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Really, I remember you saying you really liked it. There was no 3D. You love you love the music. And it was a JRPG. <laughs> it's just a shame because... That sums it up. I think if it was 3D, like, the the backgrounds and the environments looked so nice that it would have been really cool to see them pop in 3D, but what are you going to do? Right, right. Now. Uh, now. Now let's My listen to here. The, the, the one, so your one and two were locked up top two? Yep. Now let me ask you before you say it. Was there any debate on which one would be one and which one would be two, or did did they just fall nope. into you knew right away? Okay. Yep. 
Let's hear it. Yep. Let's hear it. Number two, drum roll. Met- Metroid Prime Federation Force. Woo! Yes. Alrighty. Yep. I was ultimate ultimate hype for this game as well. I. Well, that was right man. off the heels of Triforce Heroes when we completed it. Yeah, man. I know, exactly. It was like, remember that? It was like, yes, we beat it. We got every single challenge, and, like, Metroid Prime comes out tomorrow. Yep, yep. Yeah, Amen. that was amazing. And that's exactly. when we met good old Dan. Yep, good old Dan. We played through the whole game with good old Dan. That was a lot of fun. So, uh, have that memory, and... Uh, and now we have the alley cats, so that kind of was that kind of was the birth of the alley cats. The alley cats is kind of like uh, the Triforce Heroes and the Metroid Prime yeah, uh, Federation Force put together, combined together. Yeah. Yeah. That and was we a... always the alley cats always plays against Konichiwa. Yeah. Well, unless <laughs> yeah, unless Dan can't make it. The, yeah, the alley cats we... is our force in first platoon. If anyone's curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, for the game. First of all, it's gorgeous. It is a beautiful game. I, people, ugh, people said this was a bad-looking game, and I, they're insane. It's gorgeous. It's in beautiful 3D. That first level you play is just, uh, it's in the snowy level. It's amazing. It just the the environments I'll are always remember that. Notch, you know. They are. They're so good, and um, great controls, great motion controls. Um, oh, everything. the lock-on system was... Oh, it works great. I really like how um, you can lock on, but then you have, like, a precise aimer. So, for instance, when you lock on to someone and you just shoot, and if they're, sh- you know, strifing to the right, your your bullets are going to lag behind them. But the precision shooter lets you aim a little in front of them, so as he runs, it hits him spot on. Exactly. And I-, I felt like that actually... It was... It felt so natural, like, once... Once you did it once or twice, you, yeah. it, you, you picked up on it. It was like, it just felt I mean, like and, in nature, you know? And then and some bosses of the game, that was, like, vital to beating it, you know? And there was just a lot of teamwork that, you know, worked together. Yeah. I thought I thought it, yeah, it was a lot of fun. The co-op was so good. And the, if the, the, the one player is pretty good, too. It's definitely... See, it, it works, it works better for some maps or some missions than others, you know, but... The shame yeah. <laughs> is I, that we we dropped off and didn't really de- dive too deep into the the real like hard challenges or the hard. Well, here's is the it thing. the same missions in hard mode or is it different challenges? Yeah. I forget. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But you say it's a shame, but to me it's like it's not a shame because we get we can still do it. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I totally I'm I'm excited to go back and play the hard missions. So, um. One of my bullet points I listed in my notes is, what are people's problems? Um, meaning, I just really hate how people reacted to this game, how big babies and snobs they were oh, for this yeah. game, for wh- it wasn't what they wanted, and then they just hated it. The the game never stood a chance in the public eye, unfortunately, after its reveal, which totally not fair to it because it really is it is not a metroid game in the sense you know like a, a traditional metroid but it's not a metroidvania game but it's but a, it's a, a spin-off in the the universe that helps build like 
okay, like, Samus isn't the only person in the whole world that can do anything. Like, you, they have a whole Federation force that, yeah, it might not be Samus where you're going to go in and just do work by yourself, but it is cool to see that, like... But it's different. Like, it's just, yeah. You will get another Metroid game. Don't worry. Yeah, it's just... I just felt bad. I just felt, you know, it yeah, felt they, bad for them. They didn't deserve think, it, uh the hate that it got. Ne- ne- Next Level Games has such a good track with <coughs> Nintendo stuff that it's just stupid. I felt like it was just totally undeserved that they didn't give get a chance to, to show people exactly. Um, but, yeah. But, yep, my number two, Metroid Prime Federation Force. And I can't believe it, but we're at your number one game of the year. A.K.A. The game of the year, 2016. Now, <laughs> I think I know what your number one is. Do you think you know what my number one is? Oh, okay. A game that came out this year. Um, I could see it being... Oh, man, there's two of them that do, I do you want to Do you want to tell us, tell us what you're thinking and then I'll let you know? Uh... Or do you want me to just reveal it and then you can tell me? Uh, reveal it. My number one game. Again, another game that I probably would have never guessed would be my number one game of 2016 is Paper Mario Color Splash. Oh! <laughs> that okay, is- that was... That was one of my choices. What was yep, the other was, one? Uh, uh, Mirage Sessions. Ah, yeah. See, because I was like, I, I remember you were like kind of down on that game, but then I remember you were remembering it fondly, and I just, uh, yeah, that's what, yeah. Nope, okay. Color Splash is my game of the year, and again, Woo-wee. again, a, a title where, now, when it was leading up for it to come out, you know, I, like, I knew I'd pick it up, but like, I, I wasn't really following too much about it. I was like, I know people are angry that it's not a traditional Paper Mario game with partners and whatnot. But I was like, you know, of course I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I knew that it had some elements of Sticker Star, and I know people hated that. But I ended up falling in love with it pretty much immediately. Um, the game is absolutely gorgeous. One of the best looking games on the, the Wii U. Um, so much fun to go around hitting that paint hammer on those blank spots um the humor in this game is amazing the dialogue every little Funniest character, game ever yeah every npc that you could talk to has its own funny little quip that you would never expect um the gameplay I, I mean i know this game is not perfect i know the battle system at times I, you know i could see how people could find it a little boring or you know a little monotonous um, yeah, but for me it was enjoyable and I had fun and you know you don't get reward points but to me the paint hammers that you got after you uh, dis- you know beat an enemy that expanded your paint um, capacity that was enough for me to want to fight enemies you know like I enjoyed seeing that bar fill up and that was good enough for as a level to me you know yeah yeah so it, and just you know I loved the environments you went to and the different areas and all the different crazy characters you met along the way and yeah I mean just like I said thinking back to it I I would have never have guessed that you know Color Splash would be my favorite game of 2016 and just almost immediately is one of those games where you know I'm sitting at work 
and I'm just I want to go home and I want to play some more Paper Mario, you know. And that yeah, doesn't man. happen to me all the time with the, these games, especially I feel like console games too, like 3DS games. It's easier because I can go play on a break at lunch, you know. But yeah, Paper Mario Color Splash, man, 2016 game of the year for me. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Now, I have I think I have equal love for that game. I mean, I, I know you finished it. Like you got way further than I did. Mm-hmm. But um I the funny thing is I think the thing that held me back from finishing it was that I was playing it with my wife and I don't get to play video games with her as much as I can just by myself. And I didn't want to keep playing it without her. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like I don't want her to miss it, event, you know. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you've already been together. invested. Up yeah, to so it's like I'm not gonna just take over and then do the rest. Re- you know, we're gonna keep. So, you know, and then it just ends up where we can't do it then, and then it just kind of falls off the radar. You know. Don't worry, I'll you know have a nice does. talking to Jill about this. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, it's funny. <laughs> like we go to PAX, so the only thing we do is just like play like we one marathon big RPG together. We just marathon <laughs> color splash. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I really love this game. I'm so happy that you loved it so much too, um, and uh, it, it's definitely deserved of of that. Um, I think they did a really good job. I think it's another. It's a Wii U classic um, that will go down. It's there's some interesting choices like why there's no experience points, but. I mean, there is, right? Like you said, there is there isn't a form of upgrading, but why that's not more implemented in some way is kind of weird, but uh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I know it's not a perfect game, and you know I, I know a lot of people, this would probably not even be in their top five, or, or if it was, maybe towards the bottom, but just something about it. It hooked me, you know, hook, hook, line, and sinker. I was all in on Color Splash from pretty much the first session I played it, so... Yep. Now I bet you I know what your game of the year is, but I will let you do the honors. And, and no, 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 no. Tell me what it is. Are you sure? Yeah, cause I I'm confident that you know. It's a it's like a, a big mega mix of some sort. Um, Rhythm Heaven, I would say, huh? Yes, sir. My number one game, and amazingly, we this list again, no crossovers. We had no. How funny is it? It's sort of it's crazy. I think, I think that's a good thing because that just shows that we have very different, um, you know, yeah. play play styles or you know, playing yeah. game experiences that we like, and that's good for um, two people who like to talk then Nintendo because we're not going to yeah. keep talking about the same stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because I, I feel like we're like we think the same way, like you know, but but we like different games. I think it's just like the way we grew up and everything. Like we have different values on like different games, like styles and stuff. It's just it's funny. Yeah, it works out yeah. perfectly. Woohoo! Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. How I love you so much. What a oh, good game. Oh, how I love you. Oh man, it just it has such well produced everything. It's just so well produced content. You and know, it's, it's available just, now. Yeah, exactly. I remember <laughs> you're the one that you're the one that told me. I, I looked on your text saying, 
hey, it's it's out on the eShop right now. And I'm in the middle of a guitar lesson. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Get out of my house! There's a fire! And, yeah. <laughs> Get <yeah>. out! <laughs> no, it, propane emergency! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a, a beautiful aggregate of games from the... It's, it's Rhythm Heaven, the... Uh, Okay, this is what it is. It's. It, you ever watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. You know when Ryan and Colin do the music segment where they have the the it's the CDs and and uh, Wayne Brady sings the songs that mm-hmm. they make up. <laughs> See, this is like the compilation of <laughs> all of the rhythm games plus new ones. Uh, on the 3DS, and it's not, it's not done badly. If you're gonna do something, do it right. They <laughs> they made them for the 3DS. They made them all 3D. They made them look beautiful. They made they adapted them for this the the uh, physical button controls, and which are so much better. They just they did it right. They did it perfect. They put a really funny, stupid story in it with a... Tibby? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with with a donut character named... uh, What was it? What was their name? Donna? Something (laughs) weird, yeah. Yeah. And, And, I mean, it's just... I love this game so much, and I went through some turmoil with it. Like I said, like almost like a near nervous breakdown <laughs> with uh, with not just the final mix but with some of the games oh, that final uh, mix. I was like I I was like playing it and it's like I can't even get through this level because it just felt weird to me and learning how to do it and then perfecting each game best gaming accomplishment of my life so I absolutely love this game and it's a game that I will always cherish for the rest of my life and always come back to. And darn it, I wish it was physical. Oh. That I had a physical version. You stupid Europeans. You stupid, stupid Europeans. You just got a whole I love nation you, to Europeans, hate you. But <laughs> you get your whole... You, you <laughs> but you got the Picross 3D2 and, the, and that and physical. Sure, you got them later, but I would have waited. I would have waited. Yeah. Well, but okay. you know what, though? Let, the silver lining is that Rhythm Heaven is really a good game to have on your 3DS at all times because it totally exactly. is a game that you could just jump in after not playing it for a couple months and go through some mixes and play some games and have, have a lot of fun. Yeah, it. and it has like unlockable rewards that you get from playing the games, which I love. So it encourages you just to hop in. And it has awesome street pass, like really good street pass where your record goes with you and basically it makes the you have this little mini game that you have to play that uh it, you know if if your flow is high that it'll be really hard to beat but then you'll get a really good reward for beating it and it's just it's just fantastic so yeah so now now we have to decide on a game of the year <laughs> now well, there's literally so I, I no say, overlap. I guess it's, <laughs> I know, I know, but I mean, it's. It, I think just to simplify things, I guess we could just narrow it down to our top ones. I mean, if if anything, right? well, 
let's let's do honorable mentions real quick because for yeah. me, yeah, yeah, um, Rhythm idea. Heaven was literally right on the cusp. Uh, that was right up there with Pokemon. That could have they those two could have switched out. Now, as I, sa- I said a little earlier, if I had played Rhythm Heaven more recently, you know that maybe that would have been a little more fresh in my mind, and I would have put that over Pokemon. So that just goes to show you that that was right. That was right there for me. Um, then a couple more. I've got actually, what's it? Five more games listed that were. Now, yeah, yeah, so go, for go Rhythm Heaven was really close to being in the top five. And these n- next couple were in consideration, but I feel good like with the other five that I have there. Um, I've got Bravely Second was a great game I really enjoyed. Uh, I had Paper Jam was up there, a, a game that I had a lot of fun with. Then uh, I get into uh-huh. some eShop games. SteamWorld Heist is a really fantastic game. Um a lot of fun that uh yeah that was that was good I, you know it's just something about it i didn't like it as much see, as dig i, I don't I know what it was maybe dig. it was just because it was too dig. long or I something heist. so i have dig because yeah. they gave dig away 18 million times on humble bundles and stuff but oh uh, super- yeah yeah i think it's literally a dollar uh, i had right super now. challenge in there and that was again that was i think like since it was very simple, like I know it added a lot to the original game, and and it's a great game, but for me, you know, it was more mutant muds, which is you know again not a bad thing by any stretch of the imagination, but just an, enough where it was um, that I felt good not putting in the top five, you know, and then uh, the last one uh, severed from Drinkbox Studios, um, oh, that, yeah, that I had a lot of yeah. fun with that game where. Um, again, not worthy of a top five, but worthy of an honorable mention that it is a game that I think people should check out. It's a, a lot of fun. What, yeah. what about your honorable mentions? Um, yeah, so my honorable mentions, um, like right on the cusp was Color Splash. In fact, at like, like I had, a, I made the list a couple weeks ago and like last week I was looking at it and I changed uh, color splash to mutant mud right. super challenge um just because i felt honestly i was just like i think i just like that game more to like completion i had a better experience with it like i don't know it's hard to say because i really love color splash that's why i hate oh, yeah. doing these because it's it's silly because i love all these games so ranking them is kind of silly but you know whatever makes for good entertainment so uh yeah also, 3D Picross Round 2 was in there, too, and that got pushed out, too. Uh, and that was so hard to push out, too. I just love that game so much, but it was just sequel. That was part of it to an older game, and it's just not a very engrossing game. It's just more of a really fun... I mean, it's engrossing, but it's not like a adventurous game, you know, that really grabs attention. Not that that has no, to be No, yeah, like I get that, what but, you mean. You know, it's just... Also, um, honestly, honestly, this was on the cusp too. Swap Doodle. <laughs> yeah, man, I love that game. Like even today, we're sitting. Aaron is really excited for us to check our 3DS. Oh, uh, he. I, I check that game every couple of days because usually I'll play a game and I just close it, so I won't yeah. even go to my home menu. And I always end up with like twelve yeah. messages from Aaron, like. He's a doodle yeah, swap yeah. fiend, <laughs> and they're hilarious, yeah. dude. He's hilarious. <laughs> Um, 
Also, Super Mario Maker for 3DS. Um, I really love that game. So that was an honorable mention. Uh, and then uh, Star Fox. Ah. That was, uh, yeah, St- uh, Star Fox Zero. It's a fun I-, game. I love that game. Um, it really is a fun game. Uh, I'm just unfortunate. That's a game I want to go back and play again because it, it, it is, you know, yeah. good for those like, oh, like play for a couple hours and then just put it away kind of thing. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, and then I I do remember when it clicked with me the controls. I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> like I really like this. So it's just not a long game, like two yeah, three hours. But but that's refreshing sometimes. <laughs> and it, but know? I need to go through and play the other stuff. No, it is. You it make is, you feel good is, when you can. That's why it's it makes an you feel good mention, when you yeah. can go back and beat a game and in just a couple hours and have a good experience with it. Yeah, there's some there's some stupid stuff in it though, like. Like some of the walkers yeah, the, the old stuff trick is just kind of boring. Yeah, it's just pretty boring. But you know, whatever, that's okay. Uh, more Star Fox, though, <laughs> please, Nintendo, please. I love Star Fox. Um, really love Star Fox. But uh, yeah, that rounds off my uh, honorable mentions. Uh, but before we go, we have some email oh, write-ins. F- fantastic. Um. Here, yeah, and we're gonna start with friend of the show, good friend of ours, good old Dan. Um, why don't you, can you go ahead and read that? Sure. It's, 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 yeah. Uh, right okay. There. Just starting with. Uh, yeah, I guess you might I'm gonna start work, uh, work his way down. up. So his fifth game is Paper, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, and he goes on to say, "I had a lot of fun with this game, even though I got to the Gauntlet of Koopalins and never finished." Parentheses one day. Dot dot dot. Number four. Rhythm Heaven right. Mega Mix, he uh, so darn funny, oozes that Nintendo charm and that uh, that he loves. Uh, number three, Metroid Prime Federation Force was really fun online. Got to know, a, <laughs> got to know a few cool dudes playing this game. Spoiler, <laughs> guys, it's totally us. Konnichiwa. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, Hyrule Warriors Legends, great open uh, and play game DLC. Uh, Trickle was nice and had him coming back for more each time they dropped uh, some of that DLC. And his number one game of the year is Pokemon Sun. Uh, has officially become uh, his favorite Pokemon, and uh, he's addicted. And uh, I guess we're sort of on the same page there, but I know he is going for the entire Pokedex. So. Yeah, he told us we were talking I wish to him, him luck video. on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's a worthy Now, worthy I think cause. we also had um, um, Nathan from Indianapolis wrote in, right? Yeah, uh, here's a nice chap. Uh, anyone from Indianapolis is, good is fine by me. Let me just put that out there. They're good folk, yeah. He says, hey guys, here, here are my top five games 2016. Um, he says, uh, number five, Pick Cross Round 2. Hey, this is like a perfect yeah. combination <laughs> of us. Yeah. Uh, Number four, Dragon Quest Seven. Good man, good man. Number three, yeah, Bravey Second and Lair. We got ourselves an RPG I like them fan already. here. Yep. Uh, number two, Hyrule Warriors Legends, which I'm actually surprised that wasn't on your list or like on your. You, uh, you know what it mentions. is? It's because I played the Wii U version first, and I know I ended up playing the 3DS gotcha. version probably just as much, if not more. But it was just sort of like a, a game I had already played. Yeah, I hear you. Yep, yep. And then number one, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. Heck yeah. Love, he says, I love this game. 
so much that I went back and bought Rhythm Heaven Fever the day it came out on Wii U Virtual Console, which is an awesome game as well. Yeah, I haven't even played through that all the way. I have it. I need to. Um, oh, and also I missed he he also said that on Hyrule Warriors Legend he played the crap out of the Wii U version. Yeah, so, just like you. So he's a perfect mixture. He. Um, he said, honorable mention, Xenoblade Chronicles X, since it technically came out in late 2015. Like, I think it, it came, came in out in er, early like October December. or something. Oh, early December. I, that's what I actually, yeah. I've seen people yeah. um, when, like, uh, the... I forgot what website. Um, it was, like, R- JRPG of the Year, and they, they counted it towards 2016 because, again, no one was going to have enough time to play yeah, like and it. put it up for consideration. You know, when usually those awards are going out two weeks later. Right. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll put that in here. Uh, this is his number six. Well, maybe it could be his number one. Who knows? But he says uh, it came out in late 2015. He didn't play it till 2016. He put in over 100 hours on it. So that's a yeah, lot of and game. And he might not have even beaten it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. He also says he loves the show. He's listened to all the episodes so far and to keep it up. So... Uh, Thanks, Nathan, from Indianapolis. Like I said, yes, good sir. folk, right? And then uh, we have another friend of the show, Nathan Jester. And he said, This year I played games from past years like Shovel Knight, Xenoblade Chronicles X, Earthbound, Yoshi's Willy World, and Luigi's Mansion. Sadly, I couldn't get you a list of five games, but he's given us the the two... Five new five, games. Five new me. games. But uh, he's given us two that he has played from this year. And uh, number two... Pokemon Yellow from the Virtual Console uh, release, and that, that I actually played that game as well. And he has his number one, Pokemon yeah, Yellow, Pokemon <laughs> Moon. So, <laughs> oh sorry, sorry, Pokemon so Moon. Uh, sorry, a big Pokemon fan. Uh, played some good games though, even if they didn't come out in <laughs> yeah. 2016. The, I mean, the ones he listed out in the top were really good too. Totally, yeah. Oh yeah, Earthbound. Heck yeah. Louis now Mansion? I think. Yeah. What we should do, since I don't think we're going to come up any reasonable way for you and me to, to hammer out what should be, I think, oh, I was thinking we could take it to Twitter, and on Thursday when the show releases, we could put up a poll that lasts a week, and then uh, okay. whoever gets the most votes will be Talk Nintendo Podcast Game of the Year, and we'll announce that next week on the episode. How's that sound? That, that, that sounds, sounds good. That sounds, that sounds like great. pretty cool. And... For anyone that votes on our poll for the game of the year, you'll automatically be entered to win a $10 scratch-off. Oh, scratch-off. Jeez, I got scratch-offs on my mind. A $10 eShop card, which I will then scratch <laughs> well, off and give you, you the, code the code for off. to download uh, You know, one of these games or you know, whatever you want to put it towards. So uh, you know, yeah, when the show yeah. goes live, that will be up. So check it out. Put a vote in for Color Splash. And uh, and earn yourself a ten dollars so each. Where can they check that, that out? That will be on our podcast. Oh, geez, our Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P O D. And uh, yep, it'll I'll pin it right to the top of the page, so that could be something uh, you could easily find. Beautiful. Now I think that. Good. Yeah, Let we, them we, decide. I don't want to. It was hard enough to get the top five. I can't. I can't be hammering out any more details, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, how many options are we gonna have? Well, I mean, I figured we just put our top two. I mean, I, okay. 
But yeah, okay. we, That's we can perfect. do that. That sounds good to me. Yeah, so, so there, there'll be four options up there for you guys to pick from. And uh, yeah. So I think that... Everyone's going to yeah, be like, where's Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Losers. Um, yeah. That's what Dan's going to say. He's going to write in. But uh, I think that brings us to the end of our Game of the Year discussion. Our first ever Game of the Year discussion. And we're going to take a quick break. And then I believe Perry's got a... Got a, a nice little Craigslist roundup to to round out the show. Yeah. Giddy up. All righty, and we're back with the Craigslist roundup. This is the last Craigslist roundup of the year. Ooh. Yep. So, uh, it's just a really small one, but it was a good one. And I call this one a keepsy weepsy. Because I'm. <laughs> keepsy weepsy. <laughs> I cannot wait to what I do with that. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Whew. You distracted me. Good lord. Okay. Uh, I got a, I made a $50 purchase for a blue GBA SP, not an AGS 101, just the the, the side lit one, the reg. Uh with Pokémon Fire Red and Pokémon Mystery Dungeon. Oh wow. I mean, yeah. I, I know the the Fire Red's probably worth a pretty penny. Yeah, Fire Red's about 45 bucks and uh Mystery Dungeon, I could probably get it for 5 to 10. That could be uh, a good packing game for a resale. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is, exactly. Especially the Pokemon name. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then the, the SP, about 45 bucks. So I profit about 50 bucks. But um, we all know what that is. <laughs> but with this, <laughs> but this one is a... Keepsy Weepsy. I can't wait to hear the jingle. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. But now on, you write all the jingles <laughs> on the spot. I'll take care of the rest. All right, perfect. I like it. But now it's time to get out our twindle handles. Or wait. Yep, just the twindle. <laughs> just our twindles. Yeah, we, we'll get used to it. Yeah, we will. Now you can find the show at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo P O D on Twitter. And you can email us at Talk Nintendo Podcast at Nintendo World Report. Um, speaking Which? of Nintendo World Report, you should all go check it out. Um, I know they're doing their top five or top ten games of the year. And this year, I believe they're actually. I guess the last couple years they've been doing where it's just sort of each person gives their top. But they are hammering it out and giving us a Nintendo World Report top game of the year. So make sure to check that out. Heck yeah. And then vote for our yep. game of the year too. Yeah, don't forget to check out our Twitter. Like I said, the um, poll will be pinned to the top. And you will, by um, by answering the poll, you will automatically be entered to win a $10 eShop gift card. Now, where so. can they find you, Perry? Uh, I'm at P. Burkum. That's P-B-U-R-K-U-M, as in mother. 
And you can find me at case underscore jets. That's case underscore J-E-T-S. Suck, suck, suck. Um, <laughs> that's going to hey. end it. Yeah, no, we're bad. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to be here for another hour talking bad about how bad we crying, are. Crying, crying. With, uh, without further ado, that brings up uh, the end of the last episode of 2016. And we look forward to talking to you next week where we will be predicting what's going to happen in the January 12th Switch presentation and talking more games like we always do. So we uh, look forward to hearing that or look forward to talking to you guys then. Expect mystery history. Happy New Year. together to drive sales up and beat Thatherton. Uh, it should have been Bill. You gotta hit the button manually, Bobby. Stop looking at the keyboard and look at the screen. <laughs> My sister spent $5,000.